they both do and don't make cars like they used to. Oh, I can hear you. All right, there you go. Add backside attack. Add big save. Oh, what a day. What Just a day couldn't get you. caught up. Couldn't get caught up today. Had a lot of shit going on that I was uh, trying to catch up to, and I couldn't. And then uh, fucking started playing video games. So that was a mistake. What'd you play? Uh, Breath of the Wild. Uh, That's the one I'm playing right now. So I'm, did I. I played, I, played, uh, I played video games today, too. You did? Yeah. It was one of those days. I played uh, StarCraft. Oh, that's not bad. Mm -hmm. That's old school. Are we I love StarCraft. Are we in frame? Are we doing all right? Yeah, we're, we're good, yeah. Uh, StarCraft is pretty great. I never got into StarCraft or WarCraft, mm -hmm. but I know people who got like uh, deep into it. Lost Days. Yeah. yeah. I could play that game for hours. Star StarCraft is kind of like Space Warcraft, right? Yeah. Same thing. Gotta it's, like Red, it's like Red Alert. Uh, Again, never played Red Alert either. Um, yeah, you just... Uh, you, yeah, uh, yeah, StarCraft is like... Uh, it's, yeah, like it is religion in South Korea. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, people, people um, there's like slave trade... Mm -hmm. Like a legitimate. That turn on? Is it? No, it's good. Okay. Um, I did stuff over there, so I'm worried that things are gonna start screwing with us. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was reading about kids in uh, in South Korea who end up in these like uh, get paid a nickel a day, while somebody's making a ton of money while they're like mining for weapons and uh, in game money, and all that kind of crap. Holy. Really? And they hand yeah they hand that off to like a like a like a boss. Oh. A uh, what do they call them? like a slaver. Oh, I mean, geez. really, it's like there are, there are people out there who just spend all day long at a machine because they're, uh, and I'm not saying slave trade in the sense that it's like an actual slave trade, mm -hmm. but they kind of like force labor onto these kids and shit who have to sit at a computer screen and earn, that's it. It's, there's some weird crap that goes on. Oh, yeah. Cause I, remember, I was watching, uh, 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 you know, Conan Trap, you know, Conan, Conan goes to, Conan O'Brien went to all those countries and then he had to, yeah, he, yeah. he went to South Korea. It's his idiot abroad kind of thing. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, see the, did you see the one where he went to South Korea? I don't know if I did. Yeah, that one. That one's hilarious. And then so he had to go to. Uh, um, he went to South Korea. Then he was. T he had to go to a school. He got taught how to speak Korean. Okay. By this, by this uh, this uh, um, this South Korean lady, and she spoke English, but uh, uh, she wasn't. They're not used to like how forward Conan is. He, and, yeah. He, and for... she started, yeah, she started like uh, making like started like saying. Uh, she's like. Stop doing that with your hands. Like, stop. Like, you're, you're you're disgusting and all that. And then he's like, you're being too forward. And uh, uh, he was grossing her out. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, what are you talking about? She's like, she goes, oh my God, you're weird. <laughs> and he's like, well, he is. Yeah, they, yeah. That's what he said. He goes, did you Google me before you came here? He's like, I'm famous for being weird. <laughs> that's my shtick. And they looked at the camera. He's like, I'm a grade A freak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a grade A freak, people. Yeah. Oh, my and God. Uh, yeah. So he, uh, so then he, after then he, that, that lady took him to the market. Uh, and uh, and then he late night he went out on he went to those I guess video game cafes where if you have nowhere to go you you, you, could, you can sit in a cafe play up I think you could pay a, you pay a flat fee yep and he, all he, night. he met one guy and the guy's like sitting there and he spoke English he was like he's like no accent mm -hmm. and the guy's like just sitting there and he's like what are you playing and then he's like uh, um please and he's playing Starcraft mm -hmm. they're they're deep into that yeah. um, the online gaming. So he's a huge deal. Yeah, and he's teaching he's teaching Conan how to play other like first person shooters and stuff. Like that. And Conan's like Conan Conan's not a gamer. No, Conan, but he has the best video game reviews. The clueless of, gamer. Yeah, out of anybody. That, that's accurate, Tim. He mm -hmm. he is the clueless gamer. He goes out there and has a good time. Yeah, I've seen all of his clues. I, they're they're hilarious. They're really good. Yeah, they're quite fun. Um, Conan O'Brien had uh, John C. Riley on as the first guest he's had, like in studio mm -hmm. the other day, and John C. Riley was talking not to like go completely off topic here from games or not, but he was talking about how he's been best friends with everybody he's been a best friend with on TV, like mm -hmm. in a movie. Mm -hmm. He's always buddy-buddy, except for one. Because, like, one guy, just like, you know, it was tough not to crack 
Uh, we were, we're not best friends. For some reason, that one didn't work out. I'm thinking it's got to be gangs in New York, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's uh, DiCaprio. Who is he buddies with? DiCaprio or um, Daniel Day-Lewis? It's got to be Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah, it's got to be one of those two. Yeah. Because, I mean, I remember that was, a, that was not a comedy. Yeah, not Cameron Diaz. No, uh, not Cameron Diaz. Who was the, the dude of the club in that one? That's uh, Brendan Gleeson, isn't it? He's got that big club. Yeah. Liam Neeson's like, a dollar a notch yeah. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, that's... Um, Only new notches. Yeah, because, yeah, that, that, yeah, I think that's what yeah. that's who it was. Yeah, there, but he's... I bet you, yeah, it was probably Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah, probably Daniel Day-Lewis. I'm, uh, I'm f- not fascinated. Like, I'm not, uh, I'm not, like, completely blown away by that, but I like that weird idea that there was this kind of, like, messed up, underground, psycho era of New York or big cities. Yeah. But they were just like, because I mean, years ago when, that's that, what, when that came yeah, out. You know what the thing is, like, that's, that's, that's the first thing I thought of when I saw that movie. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, this is, this actually, is this is what actually happened. This happened. Yeah. Because there, there was like a Dead Rabbits riot. Mm-hmm. And there was a Build a Butcher. I mean, he's, he's fictionalized for the movie. He's not the same guy. But yeah. he's loosely based on a guy yeah, who it's, was. Yeah, it's, it's dramatized nuts. a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, to make the character more, like, you need a villain in that movie, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, uh, yeah, like, that movie is. Uh, um, yeah, I've watched that movie. I think I've watched that movie like five times. Get out of town, yeah, really. Yeah, okay, so you're way into it than I was. Yeah, because I, I wanted to know more about like... Uh, uh, first time I saw it, I, I, I saw, wanted to... The, first, the second time I saw it, uh, I want to, to watch it by myself to like do more of a deep dive into like, uh, uh, some, of the, like some of the characters. Yeah. And then uh, the third time I watched it, I watched it just straightly because I want to see Daniel Day-Lewis's performance. It's so good. And then the third time, I was I just wanted to watch it. And then, like, sorry, the fourth time I watched it is because I want to see, like, uh, just generally how the film was made. Yeah, and, yeah. like, you look around it and just, like, t- take in the scope of things and then, it, like, encompass the whole movie as a whole. Yeah. It was, like, one of the... Um, man, I, I don't want to put it in the same category. Uh, uh, well, I will. I will put it in the same category as Waterworld in the sense that it's all practical effects and gigantic sets. Mm-hmm. Like everything, like that whole, not the underground, but that one building that they kind of come out of in the beginning. Yeah. And um, where he's, I guess, Leonardo DiCaprio's character is like grow, grows Girls, up yeah. there. Goes up there, yeah. It's like that multi-layered homeless mm-hmm. encampment. Like that's that's all practical effects, man. They built that they whole built thing that, somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they filmed it in Europe somewhere, didn't they? It yeah, it was, uh, built, it was built on a soundstage. On a soundstage. Um, on a massive soundstage. Yeah. I'm not sure if that was the uh, 007 soundstage, but... Uh, uh, well, it's like, a, like, I mean, Titanic and all those movies at some time. Yeah, Titanic... Well, no, Titanic was Ti- Mexico. No, Titanic, yeah. Titanic was filmed in Mexico. And I think, yeah, because they built... That's where they built the tank. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the they, underwater and, shit. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, um, but James Bond, Star Wars, oh, like a Pinewood type thing. That's Pinewood, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, actually, that's weird. Speaking of Avatar, your favorite movie. Um, favorite movie of all time. I love uh, Avatar. I yeah. don't hate that at all. Apparently, the uh, there's no, there's very, um, they said, you know how the, how everyone was in was in, enamored by the, the 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 3D and stuff like that in the first movie? Yeah. Apparently, they're, they want to have that same feeling, I guess, from people by by the underwater sequences. In this one, because because like you know how Aquaman, all his underwater stuff was all CGI. Yeah, yeah, pretty well done. But like uh, it was all CGI, right? It was it had it was better than it had any right to be. Exactly. Yeah. So, but this is like all real. Also, practical effects. Yeah, this is underwater. all underwater. Like this is all this the, the underwater sequences are filmed underwater. So it'll be completely opposite the first movie. Yeah. So whatever he learned from uh, uh, that that one movie he did, uh, what's that one movie that James Cameron did with uh, underwater? Uh, Abyss. Abyss. Yeah, ah, I just drawn a blank myself. Yeah, so it's like whatever you learn from the abyss and like his deep water adventures or whatever the hell he's mm-hmm. done, 
uh, yeah, this is all coming to a head uh, for Avatar. So. Well, he spent so much time underwater. Yeah. I mean, I'm not as a joke. I mean, like in like literally the Titan after Titanic, James Cameron has done as much technology building underwater. Yeah. Than he's more than he's done filming a movie over water, mm -hmm. above water. Yeah. On dry land. Pretty much, yeah. Non-sunken. Yeah, underwater. Yeah, yeah just uh, um, yeah. I think he, he, he probably prefers it. He prefers when he gets being on land. He probably gets the shakes. <laughs> he gets the opposite. He gets land sickness. That's why he didn't do it. That's that, that's why he didn't direct the, that term, the last Terminator movie. Right back to Waterworld. Remember yeah, exactly. the land sickness? Yeah. And they had their feet on dry land. Everybody's yeah. throwing up. It's land sickness. Oh, He'll get over it. Good old Waterworld. Hey man, Waterworld. I I I just, I, I just had a crush on Jean Triplehorn back in the day. Oh, she was super pretty. Yeah, she was super pretty. In that movie, she was super pretty in the uh, when she played the slasher murder, the real slasher murder. In uh, Base, in, uh, Instinct? Base Instinct. Yeah, she's the better looking lady, I think. Yeah, the. Uh, um... But Waterworld, I always said history will be the judge in that movie, mm -hmm. and I dare anybody to watch that now and hate it. Yeah, it's hard to hate that movie, it's man. A good movie. I liked it. It was. I liked it. it was, I thought it was a great movie. I thought it was cool that he had gills. Mm -hmm. I thought the way he swam was all weird and yeah. shit. It was, it was, I enjoyed that movie. Yeah, it was a, uh, uh, it was a hail mary attempt, and I think they yeah. they. they, they, they I don't know. It's, it's an enjoyable movie. I kind of feel like it was it was a victim of one of those things where everybody looks at it and says, "Well, how much did you spend? Well, let's see what you gave me. Let's yeah. see what you got." Yeah. What's one? Yeah. Let's see. What, let's see what the uh, return on investment is. Yeah, and I, I think people judged it too much by how much money was spent. And how, like, and plus, like everything, because it was so much. It was in the news, like you know, because like when they they filmed out, they had that they built that huge set on uh like in the middle of nowhere, and then it, it got all got destroyed, destroyed right? Yeah. And they had to rebuild it. That was um, what's his name set um. Dennis Hopper's like battleship where they have all the jet ski yeah. stunts. Yeah, exactly. It had Dennis Hopper too, man. How do you yeah, hate that Dennis movie? Hopper. Yeah, how do you hate any movie Dennis Hopper in it? Yeah. The uh Dennis Hopper's yeah, like uh, Easy Rider. Uh he's been in so many good movies. Oh, Apocalypse Now, uh True Romance, yeah. Give me one of those uh, Speed. I'll take one of those Chesapeake's get now. Yeah. And I go, like I like that one. <laughs> that moment where he knew he was gonna die. Yeah, yeah. And he then just he, wants to smoke. Yeah, and then because he, he left permanent damage on that guy's uh, on uh, uh, Vince, uh, Vince, Vincent uh, Carcone, uh, Christopher Walken's Christopher character. Christopher Walken's character, yeah. Like, he, he, he's like, I'm, I'm going to die. I got to let this guy know. <laughs> he left a scar I, yeah. on his historical soul. He, like, he essentially told him, what's the one thing you are? Okay, you're a staunch racist. Yeah. Let me tell you something about uh, where your people come from. Yeah. You racist. Yeah. <laughs> he basically told him you are what you hate. Yeah. Oh, it was terrific. That was a, that was a yeah, because he got him and he's like, he goes, he goes now, because uh, he said to him, he goes, yeah, yeah. he goes, now he goes. He asked him, "If I am I lying?" Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because he thought that he was uh, giving him a tall tale. Yeah, and they built that whole thing up. And yeah, you're right. I mean, am I lying? Yeah, you'll never know because you're not smart enough to do the research yourself. It was yeah, Google. That was a great, great. That was a great. That's one of my favorite scenes in movie history. It is um, lightning in a bottle. Yeah, like you can't give me a Tarantino movie uh, that's directed by Tony Scott and not expect it to be just like a product of its time. And even though, as a product of its time, it's a little bit dated, but still very watchable. It is, yeah, because you could, because the thing you could never make it today. No, no, yeah, like that's true. Well, could you like Gary Oldman's character? They they wouldn't. I mean, there would be so many people who are like, no, that's cultural appropriation. You can't have. Oh him no, it would it would be criticized. It would be heavily criti criticized today, yeah. right? But. Uh, I feel like you'd make sacrifices, and make it like funny or jokey, or like you'd do. Something. I wouldn't. I wouldn't release that, and like I wouldn't make that a theatrical release. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, yeah, I throw it on. Actually, I don't know, man. It's a. It's so good for its time. It's perfect for its time. Uh, it, it's perfect for its time, and it's uh It's oh, Gazunheit. 
Excuse me. Sorry. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Um, it's perfect for its time because it was made when those movies were just like they were, they were almost like um like avant garde theater when the Pulp Fiction and True Romance and that kind of weird Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Uh, Two Days in the Valley. Mm-hmm. Like those movies were gritty. They were dark. They had a hitman. Like it, that was like kind of like the beginning of that. Uh, yeah. Because yeah, the, hitman with a heart of gold. Yeah. Because like, and the, also like there was a uh, there was almost like. Like, like there was no, there were no rules. There were no rules, so people were just doing whatever they wanted to do. Yeah, because it, it, it got, that's where like the the that I think that's where like it started to begin. Where like, uh, um, okay, what or what can or cannot we put in the movie, right? Yeah, but yeah. then, the, but you have to think of this also that right? um, you can say, people say that you can't make that movie again today, right? Mm-hmm. But let's say Quentin Tarantino made that movie. Like no. I, well, he wrote it, right? But, it, but let's say if his name was attached to it as, he, a, as a director, let's say he directed then, it, then you can, then you can, then you can, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino can get away with a lot, yeah. And people will be like, yeah, it's you know, he's it's a commentary on social, on the social uh, structure of today, yeah. You know, he's doing, he's telling us something, yeah. Or he's or definitely he, telling us something, yeah, yeah exactly. He's so trying like, so hard to tell us, I don't know what it is, black guy or white guy, dreadlocks, speaking Jamaican, I don't mm-hmm. know. but he's telling me something, yeah. No, yeah, the uh, yeah, who's the Gary Oldman's Drexel, Drexel, yeah, 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 yeah. Drexel. Yeah. Oh man, what a great movie! As it, it, the, whole, the whole movie is one-liners. It the entire thing, even like uh like the best cameo too with Brad Pitt, yeah. Stoner, mm-hmm. um James Gandolfini's entire explanation about how he picks the first person he kills. Yeah. Like all of that Unbelievable. stuff. Unbelievable. Yeah. You're right. It's like it's just like um a movie full of moment that leads into moment. Yeah. But without, but still with cohesive storytelling. Oh yeah, and it's and the, some of those lines have been used in so many movies. Like oh, yeah. what's that line by Christian Slater? What I've so far I've learned today is that it's better to have a gun and not need it than to need a gun and not have it. <laughs> it's really good too. Yeah, it's a really good too. Yeah, and uh, Christopher Wa- everything Christopher Walken says in that movie is is gold, gold, absolute gold. I think honestly that might be the first time I really uh, remembered Christopher Walken. That and Batman, Batman Returns. As like as a teenager. Mm-hmm. What about what about uh, James Bond? View to a Kill. No, I mean I don't think I remembered him like until mm-hmm. I was older and watched it again. Like I don't think I remembered him there. I, I was, okay, so at the, when you saw when you saw a view to a kill, did you say like, okay, that's just another Bond villain. Yeah, when I first saw View to a Kill, yeah. I don't think I really knew who Christopher Walken was. I was mm-hmm. too young. Okay. I mean, uh, I mean, at that time, what, like twelve years old? Yeah. Like, I think we were twelve or thirteen. Also, I guess like the point where like you thought, okay, that th- that's Christopher Walken. Like this guy's guy's gonna stick around. He's mm-hmm. not just another guy who you get in a movie to play a character. Mm-hmm. Like that's Christopher Walken. After that, I was like, that's Christopher Walken. Mm-hmm. Not just like who was that guy in that movie? The bad guy there was really good. It yeah. wasn't that. It's was like Christopher Walken's really good. Yeah, because I, I I remember him from like I remember like I saw I saw him in uh uh in View to a Kill. I was like, yeah, this guy's aw- this guy's so cool. Mm-hmm. Then I saw him in uh, Batman Returns, and then I saw him in Ki- then I saw him in King of New York. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, this guy, I'm like this guy's an amazing actor. Yeah. I love this guy. And then like that, then I started like then I after that, then I saw uh, True Romance, and I was after that, I was like, hey, this this guy's one of the best actors I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah he's like, one oh, of my yeah. favorite actors. It was um yeah, bat- like for me, Batman Returns, True Romance, and then probably like Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. We see him again, and you're like, oh, that's, that's he can do yeah. it all. Mm-hmm. He, this guy can do everything. And then you remember, like he gets name recognition with you after mm-hmm. that. And that, that's what happened for me. That's when he gained uh, the name recognition. Yeah, he's uh um yeah, Christopher Walken's and he's he's known as and he's known to be like. Such a nice guy. Yeah, people yeah. like all around genuinely really seem to like him. Maybe not like any members of Natalie Wood's family, but yeah. everybody else seems to really. Actually, you know who loves him? Like, look, look that one up, people. Yeah, yeah, actually, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> you know who actually loves that guy huh. is Conan O'Brien. I can imagine. Conan, Conan even said he goes, he goes, 
goes, I, he, he said to him, he's like, I love, I love it when you come on. He's like, he goes, he goes, ladies and gentlemen, because I love this man. The dude is just so, he mm-hmm. embraces, I think he embraces the character of Christopher Walken. Mm-hmm. Like, he might not be that guy in real life. Cause I remember, like, during the whole thing where, I think once on Letterman, where he tried to ask him about, like, uh, like to spend time on boats? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, no, next question. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, out, out that's, that's a real Christopher Walken. Yeah. But outside of that, he's a guy who, like, in that music video he did, the the dances. Yeah, the, that's uh, the Spike Jones thing. Spike Jones one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, all of those, he seems to really embrace the character. Like, he's just playing himself. Yeah, because he's, he, he's playing that character. He, he said, like, he goes, uh, I think, yeah, it was probably after. Um, uh, um, true romance, but he said he goes. I have to put it. I have to dance in every movie that I do. At least one small dance, and uh, I guess yeah. And he yeah, says, and I mostly so. he says people have to realize that they're getting me in a movie. Yeah, they're getting Christopher Walken. In the yeah, movie. so like I'm gonna do. I'm. It's just me, uh, uh, saying the lines. Yeah, that you wrote me. Well, he's not that. That's the thing. He's not gonna play like um. I don't know, like the mayor of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And you hire him to play like a guy in a movie, or mm-hmm. uh, 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 you're not going to write a character that anybody can come and play. Like Russell Crowe could play this guy. Yeah, that that's not it. No. If Russell Crowe can play that guy, cool, he can play that guy. But mm-hmm. he's a he's a chameleon. Yeah. When you say I want Christopher Walken in a movie, what what part are you going to give him? I don't know. Give him the mayor. Yeah, because that because that changes the movie. Yeah, it changes the movie. It totally changes the movie. Now you have Christopher Walken playing Christopher Walken. Mm-hmm. Like you can't you can't just rewrite that for anyway no. for anybody. Yeah, because like David Oyelowo can't go and play that character. Yeah, I, I, yeah <laughs> actually, you know, if you actually look at it, because he because he the way he talks, mm-hmm. you know, because he doesn't talk with any like there's no. Uh, Exclamation points or commas between like when he talks and when he when he when he speaks. Okay, hold on. If anybody's wondering what you're talking about, watch him in the rundown. Yes, yeah, that's a good. That's a good way to put it. Um, but he doesn't do that in uh in True Romance. No, he 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 says it. He does it the way like Quentin Tarantino probably would have wanted him to say it. Like he's like, I want you. He goes, you have to be vile and you have to be like like menacing. Is that maybe the only time, possibly outside of like Deer Hunter? That he didn't play Christopher Walken? Maybe, yeah, I think like, so. Like, those two movies are the only ones that come to mind. Yeah. He's playing, like, he's playing an actor. Like, he's an actor acting. Yeah. He's not playing Christopher Walken. Yeah, because, like, he's, like, when he plays villains, he's, like, uh, uh, back in, the, like, earlier back in the day, like, before, like, let's say early 90s and, like, maybe the 80s, he was, uh, he was more, how should I put this? Uh, he was darker. Yeah. And but now it's more like he's Christopher Walken. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like Deer Hunt, like even in like Deer Hunter, it was was really dark. Uh, you, you, you were, he was it was a sympathetic character. But like True Romance, it was just uh, like because every shot was most shots of him when he was talking to uh, um, uh, Hopper, Cop, uh, Dennis Hopper, is that it's close ups of his face, so you can see his eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see, you look at his eyes when he's looking at him. You're like, hold, this guy's this like this guy looks scary. Well, he's a mafia boss. Yeah, this, this guy's he's the devil, the suit. He's a shark. Yeah. 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 It's he a great... Blue Lou Boyle. <laughs> That's right. Blue yeah. Lou Boyle. Yeah. The man, the man your son stole from. What does he say to him at the end? He's like, uh, I haven't killed anybody. And then he shoots him That's since 1984. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I haven't killed anybody. Yeah. He pops him. The, the pause is great. Yeah. Since 1984. Yeah. I have, the, I have this problem now. Like, I, every time he's, uh, I hear someone say, say this thing to me, because uh, uh, it's, it's just like, it's a, it's a natural response now. Uh, that when people say like, I don't believe you, and I, I, I always say like, uh, even if it doesn't warrant warrant this uh, this reaction, I always say like, someone says I don't believe you. I said that's of little importance. What is of major fucking major fucking importance is that I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> that's of no importance. Oh my god, what a great character! We're gonna have a little Q and A, 
And at the risk of sounding <laughs> redundant, please make your answers genuine. <laughs> at the risk of sounding redundant, please make your answers yeah, genuine. You, you, take, you could take solace in the fact that you never had a choice. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Just legend. You know, he's, uh, if I'm remembering this right, I think the deer hunter look was Solid Snake first, right? Like, that was what they had in their head, I think, on the cover. Like, yeah. before Michael Bain is Solid Snake. Yeah, that's right. Or, like, at some point, the way he looks in Deer Hunter is supposed to be, like, the, the way you wanted, the way they wanted Solid Snake to yeah. appear yeah. in your head. Yeah, Solid Snake. Uh, it's a lonely, world-destroying psycho sniper. Yeah. Speaking of Solid Snake, Metal Gear Solid is, that's, about, that's it for Metal Gear Solid, I'm assuming, right? I don't know what you're talking about. Well, Solid Snake from, uh, is the, the, the antagonist of the Metal Gear Solid series. Well, he's the protagonist. Protagonist, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think we're going to see any more Metal Gear Solid games. Because something happened? Yeah. What happened? Hideo Kojima and Konami are no longer together, so there'll be no more. I didn't hear about this. Really? That happened a long time ago. I don't remember caring about any of this news. After um, after Metal Gear Solid Five, uh, Konami broke up. Like They, they got rid of Hideo Kojima. And then they. Oh, this is that one that came out like a couple years ago. And yeah, it was all about zombies and stuff like that. Yeah, and so then then he started Kajio, Kojima Kojima Studios, Studios, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, but was it like a hard break? Like they actually yeah. there there was a pretty big falling out because I know um, they got rid of the voice. What was his name? David Hayter. Yeah, they got rid of him. They got rid of a, a few ideas from the original series, mm-hmm. and then they they put in um, Kiefer Sutherland and they rewrote some stuff. So it was like a major. It was a thorn in his side, but I don't remember hearing anything about them actually having like a hard. Yeah, it was a. I hate you. I hate you. Divorce. Yeah. So yeah, it was a. They 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 called to quits, and then uh, and then so he he left, and then he uh made Death Stranding, uh, which I played. Um, okay. Did you? Did you? Is it out there? Death Stranding is out there now. You can play it. Yeah, Death Stranding's been out for like over a year. Oh, I thought it was like a a big what's it called a um, like a, a demo. No, 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 like you, can, no you, you can you can download it on on Steam. I stopped caring about Death Stranding so hard mm-hmm. that I didn't even know it was out. Like I just I like, gave up on that thing altogether. You know, Conan O'Brien's in the game. Conan O'Brien's in the well, game. Well, he went to go see. Uh, Koji- he was in Japan, like mm-hmm. when he was doing one of those those traveling remotes, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they, he got invited to Kojima he- uh, headquarters. So now it's Death Stranding starring Norman Reedus and Conan O'Brien. Yeah, and That's so weird. yeah, so there's a but it's it's like a walking simulator. Uh, it's a different kind of game. Well, I mean, it's like you're just kind of roaming around, avoiding you're things. De- yeah, right? you're delivering. You're delivering. Uh, you're making deliveries to like different places on on in the earth on Earth. Like that's that's it. On the, in North America, I should say. Yeah. What about all the weird North shit? America. Like the the weird. There's like a like a spirits that are yeah. being like marionetted around. Right? Yeah. So like the rain is called timefall. Okay. Uh, fuck. You know what? This this will take forever if I explain the game to you. Yeah. No. You yeah. know what? That's and that's the problem. I I was so you can um, download it on you can download it on Steam. I probably will. Yeah, I, I was so into it when it was when it was like a, a PT. I think that that's one that was PT, right? That was like the the demo that was out there. And had like Norman Reedus, and he was uh he's like a caveman. He's like walking around all half naked and shit. Yeah. and then he became a baby, or whatever the hell it was. Yeah, there's a there there's babies in it. There's a. Uh, it's bizarre. It's really biz- it's a bizarre game. Yeah, uh, it's not for everybody, yeah. but. There's no game like it. I'll give it that. Well, I guess that's something. Yeah, that's, but uh, it's not a, like a really. But you, it's like you, you're. You have to know what you're getting into when you watch it. It's like watching. Uh, um, it's like watching Roots. 
Like you know, you have like it's, you, have, you have to you have to you have to give like a or watching. Like, I've never heard anybody explain a video game being like watching Roots. But like, no, because you have to like you have to like dedicate yourself to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's like watching like uh, it's like watching cricket. I should say that. Okay, so like you need to you need to start to understand. You can't you can't if you know baseball, you can't watch cricket. No, you have to know cricket to watch cricket. Yeah, exactly. You gotta know what a crumpet is to know cricket. Yeah, like the people are like, why <laughs> why do they throw it like 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 this? Right, I'm like yeah, it's yeah. because they want to keep the ball straight like when yeah. they release it. So, um, I tried playing cricket. Cricket's, uh, it's so hard. Yeah, I've played cricket on the streets multiple times in India. It's is it hard? It's hard. I'm terrible at it. Yeah, I'm terrible at it. A lot of little Indian kids have laughed at me. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, there's a pickup game around the corner all the time, and you always know somebody who's got a friend who's playing cricket. Yeah. So you make a joke. Next thing you know, you got a bat, and it's just like little kids make you look like a fool. <laughs> I mean, they'll throw that ball faster than you can hit it. And they'll hit it faster than you can throw it. Uh, I actually got um, I got I got sent I got sent home in elementary because uh, we were playing field hockey, mm-hmm. and uh, I knew how to play field hockey because my grandfather uh, his his best friend played on the on the uh, Indian uh, uh, Olympic team. Getting out of town, huh? And uh, he was, I think my uncle, my my grandfather was a he was either a reserve on the team, and so he showed me how to play because like, wow. because uh, for people who don't know about field field hockey, you could only play it right handed. Yeah. So, and the and the thing is like you have to and uh, you could only you could only play on on the right hand, and uh, this guy's like. Uh, I remember this guy said one of the, the kids who went to my school was like he's left-handed and he couldn't he couldn't play. Okay, explain that for a second. Like you can only it's not that you can only play it right-handed. You can only play on the one side. No, no, you, you, no, you, you can they, only play with the well, stick right-handed. Yeah, no, the sticks are only okay. right-handed. Uh, as I, well, that's as much as I knew when I was playing uh, in elementary. And then so they only had right-handed. They, everyone had to play right-handed. And this one guy said, this one kid was in my class. I hated this kid already. And then uh, he said, uh, he's like this game. He's, <laughs> he's like this game is trash. Who the hell plays this game, right? So I took that personally. <laughs> Two billion people, dummy. Yeah, so I was like, I was like, no, like my grandpa. So then I, uh, he turned, and then he, he said something to me, and he turned away. So then I cross checked him right across the back of the neck. Aww, yeah, yeah Mario Lemute him. Just, just like I like this, and then I, uh, <laughs> and when, when he was down, I, I, he got, he tried to get back up, and I punched him in the face. You can't really hurt him, dude. <laughs> oh, I did hurt him. Yeah, <laughs> no, but I mean, like you could have brushed him. Like, it could have been really bad. Yeah, yeah, I got him right in the back. I didn't even care. I was like, yeah. I just went like that, right? And then, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I got, I got in so the much. Pride shit. of my nation. Yeah, the guy's like, go, he's like, I want you to go home. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay, go. Yeah, because I, no, I, I have to go home and watch Transformers <laughs> shit. That's fair. I'm gonna go home and watch cartoons. Yeah. Then I told my, I told my grandfather this is what happened and stuff like that. And then he got, uh, he didn't care. He's like, oh, of course, he didn't yeah. Care. yeah. But he's, uh, but kids he's, will be kids. Yeah, he's like, ah, whatever. He goes, he goes, young. He's like, young kids should learn how to fight. Well, he's, he's like, it's, he said it's healthy. I think it's uh, it's a healthy thing to know how to do. To okay. know how to defend yourself. Maybe not, you know, Mario Lemieux. Or not Lemieux. Uh, Marty McSorley. It was McSorley who did that, right? To Brashear. Yeah, like I told him exactly what he I did. You shouldn't do that. Yeah, my dad, he said, he said to me, he's like, he goes, he goes, you shouldn't have done that. But uh, um, he's like, I'm glad you, because like, I'm glad you did something. But that's a little bit. He's like, he said that's that's too much. That's too much. Yeah, it's a little excessive. Yeah, but then like got to when I got to other fights, he was like, yeah. He goes, did you? As long as you finish the fight, that's good. Okay. I think it's uh, the the old saying, right? It's like, um, I didn't start the fight, but damn, we'll finish yeah, it. Yeah, goddamn, finish it. Yeah, finish it. Yeah. It's like you shouldn't just because you can doesn't mean you should. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if it comes to you, you should be able to defend yourself. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, um. Yeah. That's, he's, he did, <sighs> I told him I was like, yeah, he's still he's still he's still not home from school. Oh, he didn't. He still. He still. still uh, yeah, he never. Still never up school. Back to school from, from oh, beating from the, from the thrashing. Yep. The thrashing. I give him a sound thrashing, grandfather. A sound no. thrashing. Uh, he made a comment about Yale. 
Gesundheit again, man. Thank you got you, man. Uh, I got the pepper up your nose. Yeah, I got um, I got bad allergies. It'll happen. Yeah. I have a. Uh, this is a room full of cats. Is it? It is not. Oh, okay, I good. do not have animals. Yeah, I'm. Aller- I'm actually allergic to cats. I know you are. Yeah, I. You my, mentioned it when you. I get saved bab- that I, cat. I, I get baboon lips, but. Um, but um, I will. I will. If I had to get. A, if I had to have a cat, I would. Yeah. Take, I would take a cat. I love cats. I don't hate them. Mm-hmm. I have no. I have no uh, hatred towards cats. I bet you. I bet you anything. If you have like, uh, if you bond with a cat once, yeah. you'll fall in love with them. I have. Yeah. I have bonded with a cat one time that uh, yeah. walked into my apartment in um in. Uh, Phuket, mm-hmm. and just hung out for 11 days, mm-hmm. and just left on its own when it's time to go. Yep. He also, he was, that cat was a whore, that cat also bonded with Strangler. So Strangler had it for a while, and it was always there, and I think it saw me a bunch of times hanging out, because like we were hanging out for a while, mm-hmm. and then the second he left, he took off, and then the cat was like, that guy just showed up, and now you're feeding it, because like it's it's a cute little yeah. orange tabby little love, thing. Yeah, or, yeah, orange cat. Those ginger cats are my favorite. Little ginger cat. Mm-hmm. So I uh, cut a little water bottle, made a little food. Mm-hmm. The cat hung around, and then right when I was leaving, it was gone. Like the, the day I was leaving the place, my door opened, didn't see it after that. It's oh. a great little cat. Well, let's get to your notes. Oh, the notes are, there's really not a whole let's lot do there. It. I was going to go into, we were, I was going to carry on with something we just said about uh, the, the finish a fight, stop a fight. Yeah. Do this, do that. I was I was getting all upset about the I was watching Black Lightning. I don't of course know if you've you watched that. Yeah. watched it all. I like the CW mm-hmm. shows. I enjoy them all. And I just I can't Okay. I don't need superhero characters to be aggressive or violent or kill. The man of steel, like the the neck snappy thing. Mm-hmm. That was never a problem for me. That's the best part of the movie. It's the best, you know what? You're not wrong because it really is like there's nothing wrong with that. Superman's killed before, all that kind of stuff. I don't like when a character in a comic book or in a movie, and I, this is lazy writing, and it was like a, like a pet peeve of mine. I don't like it when one character walks up and says to another character who has like either a code or doesn't kill or is a non violent character in certain ways, even though they're super powered. So the whole idea of just because you can doesn't mean you should. Mm-hmm. It applies to them. I don't like another character's like, I'm going to need you to kill him this time. You've got to get there. You have to kill him. I don't want you to like stand there and say, like, no, he's a good guy. I would much rather have the character do what happened in Man of Steel, where the fight goes to a place where they don't want it to go, which is like it's there's going to be an end, and the end is going to end. It's going to end in death. Mm-hmm. And I like it more when a superhero ends up having to do something without everybody telling him, and then is damaged by that. Like, why did you yeah, make that me makes, do yeah, that? Yeah, that, that, because that, then that's, uh, that's an it's, emotional journey they go through. It's an emotional yeah. journey they go through. It's a natural ending. So I much rather would watch a character. Uh, we know already Batman doesn't kill. He doesn't like to do it. He won't kill the Joker. But if it comes to that point where it's like him or an innocent, mm-hmm. and then he has to kill the character, the, the villain, the character dies, and the hero is then damaged by it, then has to move on from that or grow from that. Yeah. You have more time to tell that story in movies, or mm-hmm. in TV than you do in movies. Yeah. So I understand why a movie's got to happen. But it's just like that's become a trope. It feels like mm-hmm. in all sorts of superhero or or like a good guy versus like good versus evil mm-hmm. storytelling, and it's just like it's got to go, man. Yeah, like that shit's got to go. Yeah, like it's been it's been lazy writing in The Walking Dead. It's been lazy writing in things like uh, Black Lightning, mm-hmm. and then it gets like criticized when it's done properly, which I think it was actually done properly. Man of Steel, mm-hmm. but then like that movie's like Superman doesn't kill. Like, well, Superman's killed many times in comic books. Yeah, Superman. Superman's did the kill shot on Doomsday? Yeah, that was a that was a deliberate kill shot. Exactly, he, he had killed kill. the he Phantom Zone villains. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. He executed Zod and uh, the, his little Phantom Zone cronies mm-hmm. with kryptonite. With kryptonite, he friggin' 
put kryptonite in a projector, hit them with it, and kill them. Mm-hmm. And just because they're from a different dimension doesn't mean they weren't alive. Yeah. The realization is that, okay, he's that powerful. Yeah. Okay, some, there's going to be some collateral damage along the way. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you. Yeah, that was uh, that was a big pet peeve for me. It was just it stuck in my head when we were talking about like the superhero or what were you just talking about the the idea of like you know a good guy shouldn't do it just because they have the power. Like mm-hmm. a person shouldn't just get into fights because they can. I abused my power. I did. Yeah. Oh no, you you absolutely did. I'm not I'm not attacking you personally. I'm just Sorry, saying man. that that you were mirroring. Do you think these fists have been just dipped in uh, liquid ivory? In uh, well, ivory liquid, ivory soap, ivory soap. Yeah. His hands have been resting. What do, you, what do you think? What do you think, Junior? <laughs> What a great character, man. That's another underrated... You know what? People don't realize how good of an actor Michael Richards really was in that yeah, show. So, that scene was so funny. What do you think, Junior? Hey, Kramer, you ever killed a man? What do you think, Junior? Do you think these has been soaking in ivory liquid? What a great show. <laughs> you know what What just like blows my mind is that Susan was only in that show for one season. Yeah. like She was a character in and out from the beginning. But she was only one season. It was like yeah, what, and then, season and they, seven. Yeah, and then no, no one was really close with her. Close with her on the set. They're yeah, just like, like, oh, he just left. And they're like, okay. they didn't give her the time. That was uh, Jason Alexander just talked about. It. Yeah. Like, we we were not nice to her. We did not treat her well because she was not the she was not a hero. She was a villain in everybody's eyes. Yep. But I can't believe it. Like she had a lot of impact, man. Because you can't think of Seinfeld. I'll think of George's marriage to Susan. Yeah. Or engagement to Susan. Engagement. Yeah. Just the uh, the the postponement scene when he has that freak out of postponement. Yeah. That's the second episode of that yeah, that he, season, man. Yeah. When he cried. Yeah. He just let, he's let it all out. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like it was just like a month between when he gets engaged. Not a month, like twenty episodes between the engagement and uh, when he needs to postpone it, and it was literally one episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh Susan! Oh Susan! Susan! Hey, have you ever, uh, have you ever taken? I love when you ask me questions. Oh, I this is a good. I one. love it. Yeah. Have you? But well, that's kind of how the show goes. We banter for a little while. You got some stuff. I got some stuff. And then I have like a a hard hitting personal question okay. that makes you take stock of who you. No, it's not really. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's never like it's all fluff. Yeah, it's like what's your favorite book? <laughs> it's all fluff. Are there any good books lately? Uh, books on attack. Okay, what's Do you mind? like James Bond? <laughs> um, have you ever taken yourself? Eh, I guess we already kind of talked about it. Have you ever taken yourself too seriously to where you became a cartoon of yourself? I was thinking about this a little while ago. Have you ever? Have you ever? Is there? A, is there a part of your personality, maybe? That. Uh, and this is something that I was wondering because I was I was kind of pointing it out in someone else. And I thought about myself. I was doing a lot of introspective thought, mm-hmm. and I thought I will ask you this question: Have you ever taken yourself maybe too seriously? Like, wh- when is a time that you you took a step back where you saw where you saw it, where you're like, you know what, this shit's got to stop. Uh yeah. There's there's been moments where you're like, uh, um, no matter how much you do, like how uh, how. Uh, how much you're doing it, or how little you're doing it, mm-hmm. uh, it um, where you're um, you're putting yourself out there, I guess, for lack of a better term. Yes. And you're making a like you're just, I guess you're making a spectacle out of yourself, basically, right? Yes. Um, whether like grandstanding, talking loud, or like being the center of attention, or whatever it is. Um, uh, yeah, I've had those moments um, where I was like, uh, people, because I don't really talk that much with my friends. Like, I'm I'm more of I. I'm you're a listener, person, yeah. but uh, you're cre- you're the creepy one in the group. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. The fly in the wall. Yeah. Um. 
but yeah, no, I've had I've had instances where like I've uh, I've I've craved the attention because I wasn't gonna eat it at home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it just got. That's sad. why I crave it so much now. But uh, the uh, no, no, because like, I remember like especially in. Um, Did you ever call the kids' help phone? Huh? No, I'm like, did you ever call the kids' help phone? No. I wasn't getting the attention to home, mom, yeah. so I had to rob a liquor store. I've done that once. Like, when <laughs> you ever <laughs> robbed a liquor store? No, I've, well, I got, no. But, acted out because you weren't getting the attention at home. Yeah, I, I, I did act out, and I actually wrote, I remember I went, uh, um, oh, I, 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 I didn't get the, uh, um, uh, I didn't get my Christmas present I wanted. Bone Storm? Uh, no, yeah, Bone Storm, <laughs> yeah. Mine was the, uh, was the actual model of Airwolf. Oh, get out of town. Yeah, so I really wanted that. And then my mom, uh, uh, remember Consumers Digest? Remember that Consumers? Consumers Distributing. Distributing, yeah. She, uh, you can't she, touch the toys. She, yeah, she, she said she was going to just stop by there, but she didn't stop by there. And then I was acting like a like a brat. And then I, what I did is that I just wrote it on like in our back deck. I took a Sharpie, a match of a big thick <laughs> thing. And I told her, I said, I wrote this on here because you did not get me the uh, arrow. Oh, toy. wow. Yeah. And then... uh uh. Did she uh, tan your hide, so to speak? Because no, like, no, she just. I, I said I wrote this, and then I, uh, um, then I, I, my mom saw it, and I'm like, and then the next day, I was like, uh, I felt so bad. I was like, I'm like, why did I put it on there? And then uh, my mom saw it, and she said, uh, Did you write that? And I said, Yeah. <laughs> well, clearly you did. I said, Yeah, I wrote that. I said, I'm so sorry. I'm like, uh, I don't even want the toy anymore. Oh, that yeah. you know, that's yeah. very. Um... That that that's a very like uh what what's the word I'm looking for not heartfelt, but you you really felt it like yeah. you really felt like a dick. Yeah, I felt I, I was like I just because uh, I I saw I thought to myself I, that was one of those uh those moments where you just like sobering. It's it's sobering because you take a look. It's like how are you coming off? Yeah, and then uh um so then I, I saw about that. I'm like my my mom probably thinks I'm an idiot. And then so yeah. I just said uh, I told her I'm like I wrote that because I am so sorry I'm like I didn't want the t- I, I said I don't even want it anymore I, I, I said to her like I don't even want a Christmas present How old were you this time uh, yeah, Maybe 11? like twelve no, maybe nine nine Yeah because Airwolf was like you know mid to mid to late eighties Yeah so, so I was about nine sense. and then uh, I said I don't even want I said I don't even want it anymore and she's oh, and, wow. and so then the next day she actually brought it for me You know I think she recognized Yeah and I gave it to, yeah really I gave it to my it. brother and I was like I'm like no nah, I, I don't I'm like give it to him Well it was stained now. Yeah, because I'm like I don't deserve this. Yeah, it was stained with your insolence. Yeah, so then he gave me then he gave me Ultra Magnus. <laughs> like that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I bet you that Ultra Magnus like holds a special place in your heart. Yeah, because like you really like you know you you re- you recognize at a young age like that's pretty young to recognize it like oh that was dick move pal. Yeah. Oh, you really that was a dick yeah. move. Yeah, there's and there's also like I think everyone has those moments where like you're, uh, um, you. Uh, People, people, people put themselves in positions where like they feel like they have to, their their voice has to be heard. Yeah, yeah. Um, or they're not getting the attention they receive, so they'll they'll blurt something out for, like, um, and they, what has nothing to do with the conversation, but mm-hmm. they just want to be noticed. Yeah. And then you 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 stand on a table basically, uh, and your uh your voice you're just saying all this stuff just for, just for the sake of getting attention. Yeah, yeah. But you don't know how bad you're coming across, and uh, so uh, uh, that's one thing I've I've, I've I I haven't done that, but at the same time, it's like I just want to make sure that I don't, uh, um, I don't want to come off as someone who, who craves attention or yeah. comes off as like some guys like uh, oh god like, like the life of the party the life of the party. Well, the idea is that you you don't want to be the um, the Homer Simpson flying the ice cube dream. Yeah, like I mean that's, that's right. Yeah, that's really what it is, right? Yeah. Homer is like I put a flying new ice cube. Mm-hmm. I put it there. I put it there. When you weren't looking. When you were looking. Hmm. Hmm. 
Clarence he, Lewis. He has a little glass. <laughs> the monocle. The monocle. <laughs> and the top hat. He's, he's like a New Yorker cartoon, yeah. right? Like, you don't want to be that guy. No, but I, there are I clearly... just thought, yeah, it, it, it actually, like, I get shivers thinking about it. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, uh, that, uh, the meme. Like, I, I think we were, we were talking about the whole idea with the, um, today, a buddy, a buddy of ours from online he's a buddy of ours in real life too but he's a meme share online mm-hmm. but he had that meme where it's like the this is a photo of that guy from that show you like saying a made up line that you're gonna post on your timeline and make your friends roll their eyes at you again yeah it's like nobody wants to be like, nobody wants to be a cartoon nobody wants to be the guy who everybody's like oh, fucking go again. but sometimes like you know you become that guy yeah you, well you do because it's uh sometimes it's a coping mechanism <clears throat> because you're just like you don't know uh, you're like something's missing in your life, and you yeah. you don't know how to come. You don't know how to like uh, act appropriately in a social situation. Not me, I backside attack. I'm a complete and whole person. I'm fully formed. I'm absolutely okay. Yeah, you you are you are a you're you're, you're you're very wholesome. I'm very wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're you're like a granola bar. <laughs> I like to think that I'm granola bar ish. Yeah, but at the same time, I can absolutely tell. There there were times for sure, um, in places I worked definitely. Where I felt like I had to be everything to everybody. Mm-hmm. Like everybody had an idea of who I was. I was the supervisor for some people. I was the best friend to other people. I was the comic relief for some people. Mm-hmm. And it gets fucking tiring, man. It's like it is one yeah, of those things where it, it's like I can't keep this. No, up. it's 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 because uh, because you, what you do is you you start to uh, develop like certain identities. Yeah. And you don't know where like how to keep track of it. In those environments, yeah. I'm definitely a people pleaser. Well, see, that's the thing. It, yeah. Depending upon the environment, yeah, that's totally true. Yeah, and it's tiring. Yeah, that ha- that happens because yeah, yeah. you know, like you have to. And then you you have to create a balancing act. Like you know, okay, I'm professional with this person, but I'm friends with this person. Then mm-hmm. and, and you're, but you're all in the same. You're all in this. You're, you're in the same environment. So like you're like, how do I balance all of this? Well, it's tough, you know? right? Especially like if you're, and I know you've been there too, in in workplaces where you have to be, um, in in a sense, you've got to kind of like daddy everybody because you've got to be the guy who can lay down the law. Mm-hmm. You've got to keep your troops safe. Or you've got to keep them at least, like, you know, keep the job safe. Yeah. And then you've got to be friends with certain people. But then you have to, like, yell at certain people who then may become your friends. And now it's hard to discipline them when they're when they're acting out or doing the wrong thing. Yeah. And then you end up in this weird place. You're like, oh, no, I get it. I get why the people always tell you, the bosses always tell you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, be stern. Don't be their friend. You're their parent, not their friend. Like, yeah. it makes sense, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That, I, I, think one thing, I think one thing that really helped me was that uh, um, to, like, really... Uh, because sometimes you, you'll catch yourself doing it and you won't even realize it. Mm-hmm. I think one thing that really helped me was that uh, was the fact of like, you know what? Just get over yourself. Yo, that's a big one. Yeah, just get yeah. over yourself. You you're not shit. like, you're, you're, you, don't, you don't have to be everyone's hero or someone that, someone that everyone has to listen to at a party or yeah. uh, be, the stir, be the straw that stirs the drink. You don't have to be that person. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, well, so like, yeah, that's, that's, that's one thing I'd really learned is like, get, just get over yourself. Um, I do think there are people who do that naturally though. Like yeah. there, there are people out there who are like the... Um, like the Seinfeld of their group without realizing it. Mm-hmm. Like they just, they end up being the person who everybody else is friends with or in, like you say, the straw, the straw that stirs a drink, mm-hmm. but they're not trying to be. No. It's a natural, it's a natural, yeah, some pe- easy talent. Yeah, some people can, like you, I think, I think people, like some people have that, some people are doing that regardless, like if, whether they know it or not. Mm-hmm. But uh, if they're yeah, not trying to do it. They're not trying to do it, but if, if, it, if it comes off as like uh, um, organic, but like, but if it's if it but if that if that is their natural tendency, it doesn't come off like they're trying to do it. Like they're just like, yeah, man, like that guy's he's such a that person's such a great people person because yes. like, they can uh, people the people are automatically attracted to those, to that person because mm-hmm. they, they have their social skills are developed. Nobody's rolling their eyes at them. No, 
Yeah, and at the same time, they also don't. I think that pe- person... people at, people at this age uh, are not dumb. They they can they can sense it when you're trying a little bit too. Oh hard. yeah, for yeah. sure. I, I mean, oh god, they totally do. Yeah, I know, I know I know people like that. I I've, I've known people on the on the flip side of that. I've known people who oh man, and this is so. Don't take it personally, people out there. But I've known people who I don't respect or trust. Probably more trust that I don't trust at all, and maybe to an extent also don't fully respect. But man, do I like hanging out with them. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're, that's a and that's a weird paradox for me. Because like for me, I'm like man, like I don't I don't want to be like them. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have their lifestyle. Um, I don't like their personal, like like their ethics, their morals are messed up. Mm-hmm. But they've never done it with me, and I don't mind hanging out with them. Yeah. Like I and I've know I know a few people like that. Mm-hmm. Like both oh, they're gross. Mm-hmm. You're so slimy. You're the worst. Yeah. But I don't mind hanging out with you. Exactly. Like I can spend time with you. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't kill me to hang out with you. And when you make a phone call and you call me up and say, Hey, bar tonight, or yeah, let's go here. Come on over. I'm like, Yeah, man. But at no point ever would I want to be that person. Yeah, it's it's uh it's it's a lot of like it's a lot it's a lot of emotional baggage, I think. It's a when you're lot. like that because you feel like you have to perform every night. It is. They're the fun Bobby. Yeah. Like I was never, I was never right. like a a big believer in that character, but like that, they're the fun Bobby. Yeah. Like they're out there having a great time. They take a real deep dive into who they are, and like you're so gross, you gross me out. Yeah. I would never want to be you. Like, I don't know how you're. I don't know how the people who live with you cope with you. Yeah. But it's it's a it's it's, uh, it's, it's, like it's <laughs> yeah it's 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 not it's definitely not for everybody. Some people are um, they thrive in that environment, but mm-hmm. I just feel like that that way that way of if you do it too much. Um, if you're constantly looking to be um, uh, like the outspoken person in your, uh, 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 and even if you need that in your life, it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's at some point, depending on how often you do it, it's it just completely becomes like completely unsustainable. It is unsustainable. It's yeah. unsustainable. It's like super off-putting. Yeah. It's a weird one. It's a it's a su- it's it's a super paradox. Yeah. It's not just like paradoxical. We're like that's a that's quirky. How how could you hang out with them if you don't like them? Mm-hmm. That's weird. That's strange to me. How could yeah. you? It's not just that. It's like how could you possibly do it if you're that put off by this person? It's like oh, yeah, just... yeah, exactly. They're like oh, he's he's coming. Oh, oh god. Okay, yeah, everyone. Yeah. Everybody just you know. Let's yeah. all go get a massage first. Yeah. So we'll be, uh, yeah. I we'll know. I got plans. Uh, I got plans. I can't make it. I got plans, pal. <laughs> um, man, yeah. There's there's some people who are like that. We I we used to work with a dude who was like that. Who at when you work with them. He didn't mind it. Like, we knew who he was. Mm-hmm. We knew everything about him. He's a, a, a man. Well, he wasn't a manager. He was like a supervisor um, of, of a place, a certain place. You can hang out with a dude. It was fine as long as, you know, you you knew who what you were dealing with and the people around you knew who you were dealing with. Mm-hmm. If new people came to hang out with you, you'd have to kind of like warn them. Like, look, he's yeah. abrasive. He's off-putting. He's a moron. Yeah. But he's our moron, so we deal with him. Yeah. We would go out and eat in places and restaurants, and he would he would talk to the service staff a certain way mm-hmm. in places that we were familiar, mm-hmm. but the service staff knew us really well, and we would let them know in the conversation while he was being a dick, uh, hey, Alice, when you're bringing us our food, make sure you're only just spitting his plate, okay? Yeah. And he looked at you like he's totally clueless. He had no idea what was going on. He's yeah. oblivious. Why would they spit in my plate? I just want things done exactly how I want it done. If my bacon isn't both crispy and soft, I'm going to be freaking pissed. Like, okay, just his food gets spat in, right? Mm-hmm. Cool, right on. Yeah. And his food always came out crappy. Yeah. Like, like I, I would I would say that I uh, I, I know people like that, but, uh, um, 
like no one is perfect. So I'm not sure if I sometimes I come across like that. I'm not sure if I do. I that's just it, right? It's a tough one. That's why you kind of have to like take a second and and, and realize. Yeah, you it. have to like if you if, like you have to be. It's good to be conscious about that kind of yeah. stuff because if you're not, uh, um, you know who you're gonna turn off or how you're gonna come across. It's uh, I think that's kind of important about like if you're gonna be in a social situation, like, uh, like it's one thing not to care, but at the same time, it's like man, you you do not come across well that in that like tonight. <laughs> yeah. someone, if someone doesn't like snatch you by the collar and pull you aside oh, yeah. and tell you like that. The, like, buddy, uh, that was not cool. Like, not cool, man. Yeah. Not cool. Like, I, 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 I've I, never put myself in that position mm-hmm. where it's like someone has to pull me aside and be like, man, you're being a dick or whatever like that, right? Um, if I am if I am doing that, I tell the person who's trying to pull me aside and be like, yeah, I am, but I'm trying to be a dick. If I'm trying, yeah, I'm deliberately being a dick. Yeah, exactly. If you didn't interrupt me. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> now, I, I have done that. I've done that so many times. Deliberately. I was uh, I not was, so many times, but like I've done that. I, yeah, yeah on, on purpose. Yeah, because you were there. There's a friend, a friend of the show, and we were out, and he like kind of pre warned me that another guy who was there is a complete asshole. Mm-hmm. That guy's demeaning to me. He's shitty to me. He's never nice to me. Mm-hmm. I freaking hate that guy. Yeah, and then immediately I, I noticed the guy's also trying to be the life of the party. Mm-hmm. So friend is telling me that person A who came in with person B, who I think I know. But person A is a dick to my friend mm-hmm. all the time, and I went like full RoboCop. Where like you know, I, I zoned in on him. The targeting, the targeting system happened. My objectives were destroy this guy tonight. Yeah, destroy this guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, next thing you know, person B comes up and he's like, "Hey, I kind of know you, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, I know you." He's like, "Hey, how are things?" I'm like, "Pretty good." And then person A starts talking to me. I'm like, "You're just like I didn't give him the time of day. Mm-hmm. I was mean. I was rude. I was snarky." I was quirky. I was taking shots at this guy. Mm-hmm. I was making his friends laugh at him, and it was just mean. Like, it yeah. was all mean-spirited. Yeah. To another friend, was like, what the fuck are you doing, man? You are being really rude. I had to let him know why I was being really rude. Yeah. And then we were both really rude. Yeah. And I made his friends laugh at him. And afterwards, I felt awful. Mm-hmm. I, I still think about that. I'm like, oh, my God. If some, Like, lucky we were in a room with people who knew us, mm-hmm. who all kind of were in on it, mm-hmm. except for, like, this one guy and a couple of his friends. Mm-hmm. But, man, I I still, like, feel I'm, – I'm su- I still see his friends, mm-hmm. person A's friends. I see them every now and then. And I try to be so nice to him. Like, I go out of my way to be really, really polite. Yeah. Because I feel so bad about what I did. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, um, I think that. Um, yeah, I, I remember like uh, feeling remorse after I did one of them. I can't remember which one it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Where you were deliberately being rude to somebody. Yeah, and I was like, man, that's just. I'm like, whoa. And then I, I'm pretty sure I, I'm pretty sure I apologize. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, um, but uh, yeah, like we've all been dicks in some sort, of, some form or fashion, but. Uh, I didn't want to, uh, but totally. But there's been instances where I'm like, yeah, you know what? Uh, I have to like let that person. I have to let it be known what this uh, to this person what, what I actually think of them. So yeah. it sets a precedent. We're like, you know what? This is where a relationship starts. Yeah, yeah. This is where it ends. And like, the, like this this is how I look at it. Don't try to like, uh, um, don't try to create something out of nothing because you're not getting anything from me. So don't waste yeah. your time. Well, I, I, well, that seems more uh, the way you're describing that seems more noble to me. Because, like, you know, for whatever reason, you've decided this person's character is is not the best. And you've, you were letting them know ahead of time. Yeah. Without, without going out of your way to be a dick. Yeah. Without making their friends laugh at them. Yeah, it's like... Uh, you're like, stopping a potential relationship before it even starts so they know where you stand. Yeah, so, but at but the same time, I'll always... I'll try to... Let, but I'll insert a joke in there. Mm-hmm. 
like about uh, like, but like not in the sense of like it'll like a joke waiting for like a punchline. Yeah, yeah. But the delivery is about like when I'm saying it, yeah. it will incite a laughter. It's a Winston Churchill joke. Yeah. So like it'll they'll be like okay they're like okay that was okay, like Roger that's that's that's, that's typical Roger. He, he's yeah, just yeah. saying what's on his mind and like yeah. he, he lets that person know that uh, you mean nothing to them. You mean nothing to them. <laughs> You're dead to so me. yeah, so like, don't try to like start, don't try to like start anything with him, like, because it's like uh, he's not gonna care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's happened, and uh, um, uh, and I, I, I think I told you about it, but uh, yeah, I just said, you know what, um, there's uh, there was no other way for me to say it, so I just had to put it in context where like how I like to do it, mm-hmm. and so it, it it did elicit like a lot of laughter, but then everyone's like, then I think that person's other friend, like co-friend, mm-hmm. was like, yeah, like yeah, don't. Uh, don't just, take it. Don't take it personally. That's just the way he is. And uh, so, but yeah, don't uh, don't bother. Don't, don't bother don't trying bo- to become yeah, friendly. Bother, yeah, don't bother trying to become friendly because it's not. You're not going to get anything back in return. Yeah, he's already like I know this. I know what's happening here. Yeah, I recognize that he has already realized that you guys aren't going to be chummy. Yeah, for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So just don't even try, man. Yeah, it was and it was a female. Oh man, yeah, that's rough too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a tough one. I uh, yeah. So I said basically, and her, yeah, yeah. and uh, her boyfriend was right there. And I said it right to her face. That's excellent. And I knew her boyfriend too. That well, did you? Okay, so let's just break this down for a second. You had a female come into your group of friends. No, she had no. She, she, I, 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 we've known her for the like. We known her like she's she's, uh, she was in our group. She was group like she was in our group of friends. Yeah. And uh, we knew her, but then I just, uh, as soon as I got to know her, I was like, I'm like, man, I cannot stand this person. You and me are not going to be friends. Yeah. I said, you know what? I, I got to like, I don't want to, and the thing is, I don't want to be fake to her and yeah, be yeah. like, oh, really? Oh, you like you oh, you oh ran five kilometers today? Fantastic, right? <laughs> Training for a marathon? Yeah, exactly. Oh, really? That's oh, my God. That's amazing. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. So then, what kind of shoes do you I, have? Yeah. I, I hate, yeah, I yeah. just hate those conversations. I can't stand it. Because they're fake and they're yep. just like, you have to, and then you have to search for, you have to surface something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you, where, uh, so like nothing's going to come naturally where you actually care about what they care what they want to say or like you, you like it's just a waste of time so i just said you know what i just cut it right there and then it, then i so i just laid it out and uh uh i said you know what i don't i, I basically said i'm like we shouldn't talk to each other anymore we have nothing in common we have nothing in common i want nothing to do with you yeah, yeah. and uh, i'm like just don't take that per- i said don't take it personally i'm like I, I want nothing to do with you i'm like that's if you talk to everybody else that's totally cool i'm like i want nothing to do with you yeah and then uh and I'm like, I don't care if you if, like if it goes if it's the same wave back. I'm like, that's even better. And so, uh, and then, but she's like, she's like really like a real people person, or at least she thinks she is. And then, uh, uh, she, her, that's even worse. Yeah. So then, but her eyes were like just like bug eyed out of her head, and I was she's like like this, right? So I was like, okay, whatever. So I just walked away. She's and I, trying to process why somebody doesn't like her. She hasn't. She's oblivious to it. No one's. But the thing is, like, no one's taught. No one talked to her like this before that's yeah, the, that's the, that's the problem yeah and th- i was told this and so uh because she's she had a very alpha male like alpha personality mm-hmm. but then yeah but when the sledgehammer came down on her she didn't know how to react so um uh, so that it, it took like her uh it, it took her cousin to like say like yeah it's there's no chance of you two like even though you think that because he you can run, win him yeah, over, yeah. Because he runs and he does a lot of life. Like, so he goes, that's because you have some stuff in, that stuff in common with him. You're not going to build anything off that. No. If, if he doesn't want to talk to you, he's not going to talk to you. Game over. Yeah, that's, that's what he told me. What he yeah, told her. That's so, good. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so, I think I think like uh, sometimes it, people need like a hard dose of reality. Yeah, like you know, you're not like whatever. You know why? Because for her, the fact that you were like that probably just discombobulated her. Nobody talks to her like that. No, she has no idea why somebody would so, speak yeah. to her like that. But I think more people, 
personally speaking, I think more people should speak to her like that. Well, people like that. Like not that, not her specifically, but people who are like her. More people should be talking to people yep. like that. Mm-hmm. Just set their like set parameters. This is how people work in the real world. Not everybody's going to like you. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're abrasive. Some people will tell you. Some people will just be like, not for me and walk away. Not everybody's going to fall over their, their feet to like please you. Yeah, like, you know, not everyone's going to, like, but, you, but what you said is absolutely correct. There's not, not everyone's going to like, uh, uh, when you meet someone, you're not going to like hit it off and become best friends with everybody, right? No, man. Someone, you're, you're going to run into a roadblock at some, at some point with some yeah. people. So, um, but yeah, it, it's. Uh, this is a human who wasn't socialized well. No, uh, no, no, I mean, I don't mean that in the like in a in a rude sense, like you socialize an animal, but like really, like you when you're a little kid, you need to go to daycare, or you need to go to school, mm-hmm. you need to go to play school, you need to interact with people, you have to understand why you don't, you know, take Timmy's toys, yeah, because Timmy might get pissed and smack you in the mouth, mm-hmm. you know, like you you have to have those interactions, yeah, that's... and some people don't get that, and they're mm-hmm. always reinforced, like you're the best. You're the you're the greatest. You're the most awesome yeah. kid in the world. Yeah, and the, I remember that when I when after I said it, um, I sat back down, uh, and uh, that's when I, I did a kind of a uh, I was like, I, I thought to myself, and I said, um, did I take myself too seriously there? Nah. Then I thought that I said, wait a minute, did I? Um, I'm like, I'm like, do I have to get over myself? Like, is it? Do I do I have an elite uh, kind of like personality like that? Uh, do I think I I'm too good for people? I said no. Mm. Like, do I want? Then I said to her, I'm like. Do do I want her in my life? Like talking to her, mm-hmm. and I said no. I said no. Forget it. I think I did. The, I did the right thing. So yeah, that, but no remorse. Yeah, yeah. It, no, I, it I took, don't think it took, it, took, it took like thirty seconds, and I was like, I just shook it off, and I was yeah, like, yeah. yeah. No, no, you're, you're yeah. in that in that case. It's not quite what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Like you know, do you take yourself too seriously, or like you know, did mm-hmm. you? The, but the way you, but what the way you said it, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no. I, I think there are some times when you kind of have to do that. I've, I've done that a couple of times where you give your head a shake. You're like, oh, man. You know, it backfired me one time. I There was a fella, and I've talked about it before, where, you know, he was never the kind of person I would hang out with. Mm-hmm. Friend of a friend that I see every now and then, like maybe like once a year. Yeah. Once every, like twice a year kind of a deal. Sorry, just keep going. I'll tell you, I'll tell you the head shake. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, we were, we were kind of hanging out one night, and I decided I was not going to be like a, a standoffish because this is a person who I was always kind of standoffish with because they're they're not fun to hang out with they take themselves too seriously they think everything they own is the best I was like you know what give him a chance maybe he's changed like, he's married now I think he had a kid or something like that I'll, maybe he's changed and mm-hmm. I decided to be nice and it backfired because he was still a piece of shit and it was one of those things where like immediately it was like oh man I should have been awful mm-hmm. I should have been awful to this human from the start yeah well, I wasn't uh, I did. I, I gave my. I gave the head a shake. I was like, yeah. I, "Was I being? Was I being a dick? Yeah, you were being a dick before. There he is. You be nice." And I was nice, and it just backfired. Yeah, this is the head shake I did. It's the head shake you did. Yeah. Oh. Just, keep, just press play. Was oh, the uh, right here. But then all of a sudden, the Street Fighter. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I was. No, I am. I am right. Yeah. This person is awful. I should have done the head shake. Mm-hmm. I should have done the whole where it's like. No, don't go over there and then make friends. Yeah. Sometimes it's, it's the better the better part of us wants to be a nice person. Yeah. And the better part of us wants to be uh yeah, but like loved for a lack of a better term. Yeah. You want you want the accolades. You want to be loved. You want people to like you. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes you try and then you know to somebody who you know it's going to backfire. And it backfires and like why was I being so nice? Yeah. God, this should have been I awful. I think the, the the main thing is like yeah, you like you have to uh like the Obviously, the general rule is to be nice. Be nice to everybody. Like you yeah. know, you just have to be a uh, good human. Be a good human being. So like when pe- when people are around, they they can they get they get a good vibe from you, and yeah. they're like, yeah. But then uh, 
But that doesn't mean you have to like everyone person goes up to you and that uh, uh, you don't have to be friends with. No, you can be you can be a good person and still not be friends with people who you're being good to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but the thing, but the thing is, like, just be honest with yourself. Yeah, be honest with yourself, and just be like, don't don't create these 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 weak friendships that you know they're going to go anywhere. Yeah, and then when you have when you talk to that person, you're just like you're just you can't wait for the conversation to end. Oh, that's the worst. That's the worst. That there are here, and here's here's the problem with that one too. There are friends I've got who don't know how to end a conversation. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to read the, well, you know, like it's been nice talking to it. Like you don't get it. But at the same time, they're so kind that even when they don't read the, the break in the conversation to end the conversation on the phone, mm-hmm. they just start saying something else. They're like, ah, oh, God, I'll let him keep going. Yeah. I haven't talked to him, you know, all week. I know. I got yeah. no, I got nowhere to be. There's yeah. no, there's no clock. Tick tocking. Mm-hmm. Eh, yeah, then you look at the phone and you look at the call time. It's like two hours and you're like, Oh God! God, I could have I could have stretched in that time. I could have done so many. Th- but at the same time, it's like you know what they called you for a reason. So they called uh, you to, to to reconnect, to reconnect, yeah. vent, whatever it is. But like, um, if that if you're that person for them, you know. little little different than the initial question about like do you ever take yourself too seriously? Yeah, got good a good segue into that mm-hmm. on the do you ever take yourself too seriously part. I just had a conversation with a friend of mine who went to a party where he kind of ended up roasting everybody. Like he got a little bit too drunk and he just roasted the shit. It was a group of people who he knew and some people he didn't know, but everybody's a friend of a friend. Mm-hmm. Everybody had like a se- a degree of separation. Yeah. So you know there was nobody in there. There's gonna be a surprise that this person showed up. It's like who the hell was that guy? Yeah. Well, that was like Tim's great uncle's neighbor's friend. This was like where he showed up to a party. A but there's a buddy of mine went to a party and just had a few too many and roasted everyone and thought he was being hilarious. And then had that idea reinforced to him by other friends who were there. We're like, man, last night you were on fire. You were great. And he's like, oh, God. I woke up this morning and sobered up and thought I was awful to everybody. And then, like, a couple of days later, another friend called him. He's like, you were the worst human being ever. Really? Like, you were destroying people for no reason. He's like, we're, I'm getting, like, mixed messages here, man. All the feedback so far has been you were hilarious. You had a little bit too much to drink. You were loud and boisterous, but for the most part, you were really funny. Mm-hmm. To where now, like, one guy called him up. It's like, you were an embarrassment. Really? You were an embarrassment to your family's name. Oh, jeez. You destroyed everybody for no reason. People who were telling you you were on fire, they should be burned at the stake, too. Yeah. It's like, oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> I thought I was, like, you know, the roller coaster of emotion. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know if I can handle that. No. Yeah, it's 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 hard. Um, I think, yeah, because, yeah, that's the thing. Me, too. I, I just don't want to put myself in a position of, like, uh, of grandstanding mm-hmm. i'm not good at it well not not when you're sober and doing it on purpose uh if you get liquored up if i get liquored up and you're at a party yeah then uh, like all bets are off all bets are off man. yeah like i mean do you do you get that do you get that uh like the mental walk of shame the remorse like have you ever obviously oh yeah oh, for sure yeah when you wake up in the morning and you're sober and you're like what, what the, did what i do what did i just do i'm like oh god why did i do all of that i know i'm just like um it's always worse in your head. Yeah, it's it it doesn't it's it hasn't happened. Uh, it doesn't happen. I can't remember. Like, well, obviously it's happened in the past, right? But like, yeah. uh, it doesn't happen now. But uh, I think. Um, well, we're older and wiser now, and much better people. Yeah, but I, I think also like when people when people see you do that, um, like that's 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 a pretty extreme uh, example you just gave. But uh, I think and getting um, drunk and yeah, like but for me it's like in front of like all, all those people and stuff. I think a lot of people, but. Even if you take it down a little bit, so like when you're drunk in front of people, mm-hmm. they use, you make an ass out of yourself or whatever it is, right? A lot, of, like a lot of people have been there. 
I think anybody who's drank has probably eventually gotten there. Every, yeah, everyone makes it ask themselves and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. But at the end of the day, if it's your close friends and family, they're, you're just like, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a story you can laugh at. I've never done that in front of family. <laughs> I've never I've never had that thing in front of family. You're like, you guys so look it up. Oh, yeah, yeah I've, I've had that. Set this whole family on fire. Yeah, I remember one time we read a, um, one of my, uh, it was like a second cousin. He was getting married and we, uh, myself and my cousin, we got, I, I can show you pictures from it. And we got so drunk. Like we were like, like barely be able to walk. Mm-hmm. We were so drunk. And then like I went to the washroom and I puked everywhere. I'm a puker. Like I, I admit it. Um, You've talked about it here. Yeah. I, I'm a, I'm total, I'm a total puker. And then he, my cousin came in into the washroom and he looked at me and I was washing my face and getting all the junk off my face. And then, uh, I was like, I'm like, I can't walk. And then he's like, I uh, I can't walk either. So we sat in a, <laughs> so we went to a toilet stall and we, we sat on the toilet and I sat, he sat on my lap. <laughs> so that's such a Leonardo or yeah, and so Donatello, Michelangelo. Yeah, we're just sitting there. We're like, <laughs> and then we just, and then no one could find us. Oh God. And then all of a sudden, uh, Someone kicked the door open, the stall door open. They saw us, and they people just started laughing their ass off. We're like, <laughs> "Oh my god, that is that is great." Yeah, that that is one of those things you hear. It's like it's sweet and weird and messed up. Harmless, it was harmless, harmless like, man. Oh yeah, but they were like, they said, "Yeah, to see you two all like sitting on top of each other was hilarious." That's a cute like, story. That's yeah. actually that that's like one of those things that he it humanizes you in the eyes of your family. Yeah, it's um yeah, I mean, I, and then when I came home, uh. Um, I came home and my uh, like I was, I I was yeah I was I came home and then my parents were like uh, like this is a long time ago. My parents were just like, what the hell's wrong with you? And I said I'm like oh, and then I came then uh, I was I went on our on our main floor washroom. I was just like puking everywhere. My mom was just <laughs> la- she was laughing her ass off. She's like oh my god, and I, she said are you okay? And I said yeah I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh my! Like, oh just, no! Just then she 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 she's like, told her brother. She's like, just stay with him. Make make sure he's okay. If he needs water or anything. She's, but and afterwards, just take him upstairs to the shower. Oh god! Yeah, and then but but the thing is, like for me, it's like depending on how much. But after I after I after I vomit, I feel I feel way better. Everybody, yeah. It, it is the, I feel the like thought I, of throwing up is rough. Yeah, exactly. But once you do it, because I'm just like, oh, I just want to get it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But once it's out, I feel like I'm like, yeah, just give me. I I can take another drink. But I'd never do though. Yeah, no, no, it's probably not a good mm-hmm. idea. You can, that's a, that's the road to alcohol poisoning. Exactly. I remember like one time I treated a bouncer really not badly, but I said uh, I was in Vancouver. I was at the Lamplighter with my my whole, all my all my cousins. We were all there, mm-hmm. and I puked in the washroom. And uh, uh, bouncer saw me, and you know what happens if a bouncer sees you throw up? No, you're, you're at the door. Yeah, you're at the door. So the guys, I said, I I said, uh, I said, yeah, I'm leaving. I said, yeah, you're right. I have to go. <laughs> and then so, but then he grabbed my arm. So, I, but I, I said, I, I'm like, yeah, I'm walking out. I'm like, you can let go of me. So I, I, I snatched my arm away from him. I'm like, uh, I said, uh, I'm like, don't worry about it. I'm leaving. Yeah, and yeah. so uh, I, then I said, don't. Then he, then he grabbed my arm again, and I, I, I grabbed, my, I, I pulled it back, and I'm like, I told you, I'm leaving. Jesus Christ! I'm like, the exit's right here. And so then he's like, you're not coming back in. I said, I know that. I don't want to come back in. <laughs> then I, I was in Vancouver, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> all my, all my friends the hell in there. I? <laughs> so I was like. Who uh, am I? So then, I, yeah, I went to get a Japa dog. I just, I just walked out downtown until everyone was done. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that was that was horrible. That, yeah, getting getting drunk and lost in a strange city is uh, is no fun. Yeah, it's uh, but I the, do not recommend. Yeah, the worst I've ever felt though was uh, um, one of the worst ones was uh, two thousand. Yeah, two couple years ago, my cousin just gave when he got married. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we were uh, we had a party van and we were just t- we we're drinking like crazy. The boy, like most of the boys were on the bus, and then uh. 
uh, we uh, we were drinking and stuff like that. We were going hard, and we had to finish it quickly because once the party van left, that's, that's it. it. That's it, right? So then we had to finish everything. It's all then, the free booze you get. Yeah. Then uh, then as soon as we left, we uh, before we went in there, we we, uh, we smoked some pot, and then uh, so I, I mixed the two, which is a bad idea. So when we got to the we got to the casino. Um, I was sitting there. I'm like, oh man. I'm like, I don't feel good. So then I, um, I wasn't hungry, but I drank a lot of water. Um, so like, but then ev- I went to the washroom and I, I, I was like at the table. It was in my, <laughs> it was in my mouth. And then I just went. Oh, oh my god. god. So then I ran to the washroom, and uh, inside the casino, and I opened the stall and I just I. I barely had time to shut the do- shut the door. And I just let loose and I it went all over everywhere. <laughs> you are such, like that is your move. Your move. Is to get drunk and then throw up. Yeah, it was bad. I was like, I'm like <laughs> it was really, it was, it, was, it was really bad. Yeah, it was terrible. And then like, I, 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 I it was everywhere. And it was like, it's like, it like I was putting out a fire. And then um, your throat is just getting destroyed. Yeah, it was. It was like, and then guys were like coming in. I didn't even know were coming in. They're like, oh man, he's like, are you okay, bro? And I said, I said, yeah, man, I'm sorry, man. And they're like, no, man, we've all been there. We've all been there. And they got guys. These straight there tap my back. They're like, are you, you okay? more than most? Well, we have all been there. Yeah, and then I was like, I'm like, I was like, sorry, man. I'm like, I'm good, man. I'm sorry, man. And then uh, they're like, yeah, man. Don't. They're like, yeah, don't worry about, it, man. We're all there. Like, do you need anything? And I said, no, man. I'm good. I said, oh, thanks a lot. Water in a sandwich. And then yeah, so then, <laughs> so then I went back to the table, and then I, my stomach started creeping up again. And I was like, oh god, here we go. And then I went back. It was even worse the second time. Jeez, man. And then it was just coming out, and and then next thing, the, the washroom was like, it looked like it was painted like that color, like yeah, just like, destroyed. Yeah, just like it looked like. Uh, like you're just like a, pieces of corn and you name it, and carrots. It, it was just everywhere. And a then I went ham sandwich. I went back. A, I went back a third time. Oh, emptied dude. up my guts, and it was like I I was just like just getting it all out. And then the guy came in again, and he's like, uh, people are like, are you okay? Then no, then uh, Sandy came into the, the stall, and he's like, he looked at me, and he's I was like, he's like, who else threw up? I'm like, this is all. I said to him like, this is all <laughs> who else me. Threw up? This is all me. Why are you using a bathroom that somebody clearly has thrown up in before? Yeah, so then I just finally I just got out and I just I shut the door and I was like I washed my face and I was like I, then finally just shook my head and I was like I was like, I was like <laughs> give my head I was, a like, shake. I was like oh and then I was like and I, just, I just like just, yeah and then uh, all yeah. your stories are giving your head a shake getting the heebie-jeebies and walking away from a vomit yeah so yeah that cleaned my face I wiped up then all of a sudden I was like Whew. okay I feel better I feel better. walked out and I was like never happened <laughs> <laughs> never happened I have a bourbon neat. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a, like, oh I'm not God. a very uh, I'm not a very like I can't, like, no one should mix the two. No, mixing mixing stuff like that is uh is it's terrible. It's like, just a recipe it'll, for it'll, yeah, it'll just knock you on your head. Ruining your night. Yeah. And this yeah. yeah, so then I was like I went I got to go outside and get some fresh air. Oh god. Yeah. Yeah, I can't uh I can't remember the last time. Well, I I do remember what I think was the last time. But it was a long time ago. It was like maybe like, you know, 18 eight, more than 15 years ago. Yeah, probably about 18 years ago. It was the last time I drank too much and threw up. Mhm. But it was one of those ones where it it was close to your story. Like I, I was clearly making an ass of myself. Went out with a bunch of friends, um, trying to ease the uh, the lovelorn feelings of one friend. I'm pretty sure this is the same night. And we met up with another friend we hadn't seen in forever mm-hmm. since like high school. Who immediately like who was like, oh my friends, mm-hmm. I haven't seen you in like such a long time. It was like fucking graduation. It was the last time we saw each other. Best friends, love love each other for life. And we had that weird kind of like a reconnect. And went back to this person's place and ate a cake, like a, a whole cake. I mean, like all the booze that was in me. I was mixing all kinds of alcohol. Uh, then I had like white flour and buttercream icing. I was like wolfed it back because it was there. And nobody else was touching it. I, I think maybe because it was past date. 
Yeah. And it was one of those things like, yeah, have as much as you want. Go nuts. Nobody's yeah. going to have that. It's going to go in the garbage. So, why is this cake so crunchy? <laughs> why is this cake so crunchy? <laughs> but I didn't care. I ate the whole thing, went out to the cab that we called to get us back to our place, mm-hmm. and just, it was like projectile. Yeah. It was like everything is coming out. And that was, like, I think, maybe the last time I, maybe one of the few times I've ever projectile vomited ever. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially from drinking. I, I think maybe that was the only time. No. But it was one of those ones where it was like everything I did. From beginning to end of that night, like it was just like mistake after mistake after mistake after mistake yeah. into vomit. Yeah, I've done that. I, I, even at um, that place, uh, J- Jasper Avenue, 108th Street. What's that place called? The, the bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember there. I was uh, um, uh, some like we were getting uh, someone was like just buying shots or whatever, and then someone someone threw in front in front of my face. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, whatever. I'll t- I'll try it, and then I took it, and uh, immediately as soon as it went down, it came back up right away. So I was at the bar. I was like, like oh, yeah. you're the bartender. I was like this. I was like, I was at the bar, and I was like, <laughs> guys, I can get you something. And I said, uh, I said, I said, <laughs> and, and I said, oh, I'm like, give me one second here. So oh, I, I'm like, I go, oh, my shoes are untied. So I went downstairs. I went like this, threw up, and then I put my head back up. I was like, uh, I said, um. Yeah, can I get a Coke? <laughs> <laughs> that is that is sitcom. Yeah, it was gross. Uh, that's some sitcom yeah. shit right there. I think it's, I had to move my I had to move my like my legs back, so I, yeah, didn't, yeah. Like, I didn't throw up all of my all of my sneakers. But like, yeah, some was, poor girl wearing a dress, just getting getting her legs. Oh, she got wiped out. Yeah. Just getting legs, just completely yeah, if, sprayed. If she had to, if she had to get her drinks from that point, she would have been like she must have like must have oh. sp- like slipped on my vomit. No, I meant the girl next to you. <laughs> like while you're vomiting directly down. You're wearing pants, so you can't tell. Yeah, but like nope. you know, when you're standing to a waterfall, you get hit by mist. Oh yeah, like if someone, <laughs> like yeah, just... if someone's, if someone had a dress on, they would have been like pelted with. Oh uh, yeah, just disgusting. Yeah, with like uh, undigested food. <laughs> don't just don't say anything. Yeah, undigested. Oh god. So yeah, moving on. Oh god. Um, <laughs> enough oh. My, yeah, enough of my pathetic drinking stories. <laughs> <laughs> no man, I think you know what they they do humanize you. They make you um, less of a uh, a god king Xerxes. And more into like the ad backside attack that we know you are. Everyone has their so anybody, fallacies, man. Uh, whoa, we all do. And yeah. that, that was kind of like what we were getting at. I mean, like, do you recognize when you've gone too far mm-hmm. or done things that maybe made you a caricature instead of a character? So, like, yeah. you know, you and your friend's like, yeah, like the gay is a real character. Or it's like, that guy's such a cartoon. Yeah. That like, guy's a freaking cartoon. Yeah. And there's also like, um, uh, I think one thing that uh, really. Uh, Really, when I when you say like uh, when I said like don't take yourself too seriously, mm-hmm. or like when you say like when pe- how people like look at you and like uh, uh, if you're a bad character, whatever it is that we were just talking about, one of the things that I really uh, took stock of was like when like uh, like how am I treating friends that are, or people I know that I've mm-hmm. known for so long. Yeah. So like you look back and be like, there's certain people my like I, that I know I'm like you know what I you. you say these things about them because uh, everyone talks about everyone at yeah. some point about whatever right so well we all talk about our friends all the time yeah like they're because they're whether they're here or not but yeah because your your friends are so important to you right yeah. so like they're you can there's there's festivists like where like you're there's airing of grievances but like um but yeah but you you should take stock in like how you treat people who you really respect and who you really care about and i think that's where i was like um i had a, I had a moment where i was like you know what um, how how do I come off to these people? Like, yeah. how, like how much do like do I care what they think? Mm-hmm. Maybe I should because you know it's easy to say like, oh, I don't care what they think, right? I I don't talk to them that much or whatever it is, right? But but then you realize, yeah, we've been friends for this long. I should I should care. No, yeah, well, for sure. Yeah, for and, sure. Yeah. So like I I've, I've had those moments where I'm like, you know what? Just like 
whatever it is, like if, if like dial it back, yeah, or yeah. you know what, if his if that person's name comes up in a conversation, tell that person you're talking to how much that person means to you. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, it's, even if it's you don't a, talk to that person. Yeah, even you if know. you don't talk to that person, right? Like, there's a weird like in what you're saying. There's a weird paradox there that you shouldn't care what people think. What you're well, you shouldn't care what people think, but you should act like you care what people think. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's a weird one. It's like you know, you shouldn't you shouldn't let it destroy you. Yeah, there's there is a duality to that. Yeah, but uh, it's a fine line where you have to cross. But at like, the same yeah. time, it's like uh, it's because it's but it's not. Uh, it's it's not it's not hard in practice because like you have to like you like you don't care what people think yeah but uh, same time it's like uh, uh, these are your friends they, they're your friends and they and so, whether it's your family or your friends you right? should treat them like you care what they think yeah because like you because uh, um, they they know you yeah um, so uh, regardless if you don't speak to them or not like we you know they've they've known you since like you're uh, since you were young mm-hmm. and got to this point right cuz like you change people they've known change. you before your short hairs yeah people change very little yeah they change really that's right at the very base 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 yeah you can tell who people are going to become yeah. but at the same time it's like people know who you were they know who you were yeah, so, and they can well there's a reason right like when I, now i've never had this in a, in a very like close close way mm-hmm. but definitely with like cousins and stuff you always kind of end up becoming the person you were growing up as an adult when you get together again yeah like family reunions like I've seen where like, you know, like brothers of friends of mine, brothers and sisters treat my friends a certain way. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is how they were when they were kids. Yeah. This is, they're adults. They're in their forties. Yeah. They're acting like they did when they were 10. Mm. Like this shit, you always become who you were because you don't really, like you said, you don't really change that much. No, you don't. You just, you, you, you become a little bit, you hopefully become more professional yeah. and more mature, but like you're, you're. But who you are as a person mm-hmm. does not really change. No, 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 no. Because you're right. Because I mean, I might not know you the way your brother knows you or the mm-hmm. way your cousins know you. But when I see you, not you in, in in particular, but when I see you with your brothers and sisters and cousins and family members, mm-hmm. that's who you are. Yeah. That guy who all of them are treating you like, mm-hmm. that's who you are. Yeah. It's you know a, what I mean, yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's very it's very weird. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, you know, you um, when you. Cause like you don't realize, um, like it's like it's been so long since you talked to these people, mm-hmm. and uh, um, there might be like, uh, not fear, but at the same time it's like you know uh, apprehension. Like like, like well, I guess the sense of like, um, are we still close? Yeah. Like oh like um like um do I actually do I honestly really care what this person thinks of me right now? Mm. How much like and how much like if, if and we've been friends for so long the foundations are already there. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that. No effort should be put in to make the relationship uh, not go stale. Yeah, no, no. So. I mean, you you can put the effort in. I think I think there's like some people can put the effort in, and you can um, you can build a relationship that might be strained. I guess like some people can do that, like in a mature way. I think it depends. Also, depends on what kind of relationship you have with the person. Yeah, depends. Yeah, because like there's because uh, some people you don't because like you probably know this. Like there's some pe- friends that you have, right? You don't have to see them for like you don't have to see them for like seven months, right? Mm-hmm. One phone call when you guys meet each other, it's right like away. You pick up where you left off. I think yeah. we talked about this last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think I have <clears throat> I think I have that with the with the with with my core set of friends. Well, that's why they're your core set of friends. Yeah, exactly. So, but uh, and then extended friends, uh, um, you don't really have to. Uh, um, try so hard to be like, uh, like you know, like what's going on, like what's what's new and stuff like that, right? Yeah, like there's yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, you just, you don't like, be starved for yeah, their love. Yeah, don't like, the, and it circles back a little bit. Yeah. Like, don't like, don't get too, uh, 
get too eager with people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just calm it down and that's be yourself. Weird. Yeah. yeah, because that, that's weird, man. Like, yeah. people can sense... If you try doing that, people mm-hmm. can sense right away. It's like, what are you... What is this? Yeah, because I was thinking about that we're last... Not, we're yeah, not this. Yeah, exactly. Because I was thinking about that last night, actually, mm-hmm. at around... Like, I was just watching TV, and I was... Uh, um, it's it's It sounds so simplistic, but it's... Uh, it's um, no matter what, like, uh, this sounds kind of weird, but, like, no matter what, just be yourself. Yeah, yeah, man. No, you're right. I mean, yeah. it is a, there's a reason it sounds simplistic because is, the yeah. simplest, like, uh, the simplest ideas are the best ideas. Yeah. Just be yourself, man. Yeah. Like, there, I mean, look, every religion in the world, no matter what it is, has a version of do unto others, you know, as you would want them to do unto you. Like, mm-hmm. be the golden rule, man. Yeah. Every, no matter what you might think of how the universe is born, or how many deities you've got, or how many gods you have. Every, every religion is like, be a good person because you want them to be a good person to you. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's a be, simple idea, man. Yeah, I remember like after like after I said like I was watching be something yourself. and I said I was I was watching something and I'm like, man, I wish I uh, uh, like uh, if I was put in that situation, I'd do this. I'm like, no, you're you're not in that position. Just like just be yourself. Mm-hmm. And then uh, as soon as as soon as I uh, said that, I, I I listened to that song by Audio Slave. Yeah, yeah, I kind of put it in perspective, and I was like, "Yeah, that's true. Just be, that's all you can do is be yourself." Song title for a reason. Yeah, yeah, be. It's a simple idea. The simplest mm-hmm. ideas are the best ideas. Yeah. So you know. Yeah. Be yourself. Just, it, Always. There's a there's a title of the show. Yep. Title of today's episode. Be yourself. Just be yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall, though, how was your week? It's good. Um, it's good week. The uh, yeah, just a bunch of like uh, the car repairs. Um. Yeah, you are yeah, just work, swamped. Yeah, just working. Yeah, yeah, just working out. Um, yeah, just yeah. That's about it. I didn't really. That's that's a that's all I got to. Mm-hmm. Um, I finished uh, burning chrome. Uh, no, not, not burning chrome. I got. I finished uh, two androids dream of electric sheep. I reread that. Um, I have to give you. Read. I have to give you burning chrome. Yeah, I would like to give that a go. Yeah, that seems like uh, yeah. I haven't read. I finished. Yet. Yeah, I finished Neuromancer. Oh, not bad. Yeah, you're just like going through all the uh, tech noir. Yeah, the, burning uh, through a ton of tech. Yeah, because like, now. yeah, Neuromancer is like good because when you read it, you're like, okay, this is kind of where it started. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you read it, you're like, man, this is like, like going reading it now, is like, you're like, okay, this is so weird. It's like this is like kind of where it started. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then I can well, see being a fan of tech noir too, and seeing how all that influences stuff that we love anyway. Yeah, because that's where kind of where Cyberpunk started. Yeah, with William Gibson, and then it, um, and then uh, I have uh, um, have you read Snow Crash? You got to read Snow Crash. I'll get that to go as well. Snow Crash is like early version of like a uh, fragmented version of The Matrix. Really? It's such a good huh. book. It's written by, you know, Neil Stevenson? Yep. Yeah, it's his I book. didn't know. I, did, I, well, I haven't read it. I didn't know it was, uh, it was uh, like, a, like a Matrix type yeah, know, it's, VR it's, it's, or like it's such because I'm I, cyber reality. Yeah, it's it's such a good book. Like, huh. I remember like I didn't get onto it until like, you know, my cousin, who, uh, my cousin uh, who lives in California, he went to like it was it was a big book when I went to go visit him in San Francisco he's like yeah this is the big book in the in the community everyone's mm-hmm. reading like the big sci-fi book and it's called uh uh Snow Crash and I was like uh I was like yeah I can find it so I read it and I was like okay this book is actually really really it's good it's pretty rad yeah I would uh um, it's all about going to like going into like the online system and like uh you're a different person yeah, like, doing... yeah it's about this guy he's a pizza delivery guy by during the day but then when he plugs in mm-hmm. he's uh he's an assassin okay, with, out of with, town. A, with a samurai sword such it's a really cool story yeah I feel like I have read this Snow Crash, yeah. I bet you this is one of those high school reads. If you don't, if you haven't read it, I have it. So I it is, it is so familiar. Yeah, he's like a scooter riding pizza delivery guy. Yeah. Then yes. He, and then he has to, yeah. So and then he has Snow Stephen has another book called Anathem, which I still have to read. But mm. that's like, um, how thick is it? It's 
probably pretty thick. I'm I think like, you think I think you could have fit uh, five of them in that top shelf. Oh, so it's a fat one. Yeah, it's a fat book. Yeah, it's a big fat book. Yeah, but that, um, that, that, that's God, gonna be Snow like Snow Crash. I'm pretty sure I read it. Yeah, Snow Crash. Snow Crash. It, meant, it means uh, uh, like you know, like when you're, you know, you put to channel four and this cable's not connected. Yep. You're, 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 <laughs> he gets the fuzz on the TV. Yeah, really, yeah, the yeah, birth it, of the universe. Yeah, it's su- it's such a cool book. It's just, it's just like Johnny Mnemonic kind of kind of a story, but it's like it's really cool. I will I'll give that a go. Yeah. Johnny Mnemonic is pretty rad. Mm-hmm. I I love it when you kind of um when you go back and read those books that they build. It's almost like seeing a prequel mm-hmm. that's already been laid out but not made. Yeah, that's pretty much what you it know, is. It's yeah. like it's it was always on the shelf. I mean that that was the the bummer of the actual like Star Wars prequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Like not that kind of prequel. It's almost like when you read a book and you get through it. And then somebody tells you, it's like, hey, did you know that so-and-so or such-and-such book is a prequel to that book? Mm-hmm. It was actually, like, written. Yeah. Like, uh, without without really knowing, like, without anybody really knowing it was a prequel. And they yeah. read it, like, holy crap, this all just Yeah, actually, I wouldn't get Opens it. up a new Yeah, reality. he was supposed to, he actually wrote a treatment for uh, uh for Alien 3. Yeah, he did, right? Before, like, uh, the Joss Whedon Fincher debacle. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it's, it, you can actually get it from, uh, from I, I saw it at uh, Chapters. Uh, it was 12 bucks. I should have got it. but uh, The actual treatment, huh? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like, a, there's actually a, gra- a graphic part of it too, so you can see what the storyline was going to be like. Man. But, uh, if, <laughs> that's one of those, uh, that's one of those lost causes. Yeah. If only. Yeah, there's, uh, there's only, Alien 3 is still, is still uh, somewhat of an enjoyable movie. It's enjoyable because it because ha- it, it, it it just looks it's such a dark looking movie. It is completely enjoyable. Yeah. If there was no Alien one and two. Yeah. If Alien three was its own thing, mm-hmm. it just if that was the first Alien movie, yeah, and you had no idea the the glory that was Alien and Aliens. Mm-hmm. It's very enjoyable. Yeah, it's, a, it's yeah, it's a very it's just uh, it's it's biggest problem is that it's number three. It's number three. It's the, it's the Godfather Part three of Aliens. Yeah. Its biggest problem yeah, you, is you can't you, you can't. Uh, um, like, what do you expect from after the, after Aliens? Yeah, okay. Aliens is like you you can't give me what Aliens is and then tell me this is where they ended up. Yeah, Aliens is. I think Aliens is like like Aliens, T two, The Dark Knight, Empire Strikes Back, Empire Strikes Back, Godfather two. Uh, those are like the best sequels of all time, and they they are they are considered some of the greatest movies of all time. Yes. Yeah. God, that's. And that's and you'll never see that again. Where a second movie is as good as was as good, or even better than it's the first gone, one. man. It's gone. Never you're, see you're, that. N- you're just you're not gonna do it. I don't care what anybody says. It's hard. Like I mean, even now when you've got like uh, like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two, or you know Civil War, but that's not a, that's not a Captain America. That's Captain America. Movie. Yeah, but the, but those that's but, not a. Uh, but the thing is, like those those Avengers are those movie. are planned and laid out like years in advance. Yeah, so was Star Wars. So was Empire yeah, Strikes Back. Empire, yeah, but Empire Strikes Back was like this. The uh, it was the second movie, whereas Civil War was like is part of a whole a whole thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, it's part of a whole. It's in the middle. Yeah, so they had they took their time and then they had like unlimited budget and stuff like that. Aliens was just like sixteen million dollars. Let's tell me what you can make, and like, you never yeah you never gonna get it. yeah. So like if if you showed someone like if like which one, like like Civil like. Watching, if you actually, sometimes I, I just watch someone just watch like this couple. What they watched, aliens. Like it's called Aliens Reaction. Mm-hmm. I just watched someone who they have never seen it, and they watched it, and they're like, and you could see the terror on their face. What year was this made? Yeah, like, like they, yeah. they don't even realize. Like, realize it doesn't they're, comprehend. Yeah, and they're like, they're, and they're they're white knuckled. They're holding on to each other. Like and at the end, they're like, why don't they make movies like this anymore? Yeah, it's yeah. just it's man. It's incredible. Yeah, because like, studio interference. Number yeah. first and foremost, everybody wants a big budget like blockbuster, multi-billion, trillion-dollar movie. 
and they they get their hands in there yeah and they screw the whole thing up yeah they don't make the uh, they don't make movies like they used to like the movies now are just like not as good as they used to be i was reading um uh, what's her name's ama and i'll fight anyone who says that yeah no you're you're absolutely right yeah. i will i'll be right there with you We'll we'll both have the sun to yeah. our back. Yeah, double punches, <laughs> double punches. <laughs> you punch, I punch. I will have these wrists taped together. Yeah. We'll like double. Oh, punch no, yeah, I'll just double punch in one kick. <laughs> double punch and kick. Swing your arms and kick your legs. Yeah. Uh, Victoria Alonso, who was like the the I think she's like the senior creative at Marvel Studios, mm-hmm. and she was talking about like uh, on her AMA, and you could almost it bummed me out to read it when I read it because it was so bland, and you're like, well, this is this is. You're bland because you're part of a collective. Yeah. You're you're not bland because you can't give me any information. Mm-hmm. You're bland because you're part of a collective. And without the rest of your big brain, you can't give me a creative answer. Because mm-hmm. all the questions were like, hey, so like when you were in, because you're her, she starts her AMA with like, hi, I'm Victoria Alonso. I've been involved since Iron Man all the way down to Endgame. This is, this is me. I've been here for the whole thing. I had my hands in all of it. And that means like she's had her hands in with Kevin Feige and she's had her hands in with like Avi Arad at some point. Mm-hmm. Like all these people she's worked with. And all the questions were like, you know, so if there was a creative choice you could have made on this movie, like like in movie A, would it have been this? Would it have been that? Were you hurt when they did this? And hers was like, well, you know, a movie is what a movie is. Like all the answers were so bland. I'm like, oh, your studio. Yeah, exactly. Like you can't you can't tell me. You know, the questions were like out of all the movies you've worked on from mm-hmm. Iron Man down to Endgame or whatever it was, even before that, mm-hmm. down to here, what moment? Did you feel like you got your hands in? That was like a you moment. Where you're like, I'm glad that made it to made the screen. Yeah. And I was like, that would be like asking who my favorite kid is. Can't tell you, but they're all great. It's like, why are you even doing and asking anything? Yeah, someone should have thrown out the window. Yeah, like why are you even doing it? Like I yeah. get that you can't, but the the problem here is mm-hmm. that you guys are a collective and you're afraid to piss somebody off. So you're yeah. not giving me an answer, or you can't give me an answer yeah, because like. Yeah, they'll say like, that, okay, which one did you feel the most? It'll be like, you know what? That they, they consider that the best. Exactly. And then they're, they're going to burn something. Next thing you know, they're like, oh, they're, they're saying uh, Iron Man 2 was better than the be- than Endgame. And- it's brutal, right? They, they can't give you a clean answer because they're not allowed to or like they're, they're war- again, it's, it's the same idea of a studio getting their hands in it. Yeah. Let's not piss people off. Let's just try to make everybody happy. Yeah, just, just say if they ask you this, um, this is the way you're supposed to answer it. Avoid negative press. Yeah. And it's just like, it's a real bummer, yeah. man. I, or and answer, that's why. A, ask, answer a question with a question. And, and, and she did a lot of that. Yeah. She did a lot of like, you know. Like, like what's your favorite? There was there was that kind of stuff too. Yeah. A lot of the questions were like, "Hey, so when you had, was there anything left on the cutting room floor mm-hmm. that you know you uh, you couldn't you couldn't put into a movie?" Yeah, and she's like, "Well, we pack it with all the stuff that we can. There's deleted scenes for a reason. Yeah. What did you like about it? Like, what's your favorite deleted scene? Yeah, like, well, you're just a master of misdirection, yeah. aren't you? Like, no, exactly. There's the, yeah, there's deflection left and right. When people ask me now, like, if they say, "What's your favorite Marvel movie?" Yeah. What do I say? Dark Knight. <laughs> what's that Blade, Blade. <laughs> hey Blade is good man I just say Blade just to piss people off they're like, they're like there's no Blade movie they're like there's three of them yeah I'm like you haven't seen Blade you should say Blade Trinity yeah I think uh, for me <laughs> Blade number one like, Blade number one okay, doesn't have the, the special effects are pretty bad but like uh, and Steven Dorff comes off as a bratty kid but like uh, um, but just seeing Wesley Snipes just tear through people in that movie is like is like is worth it alone it's like to be in it's a music video with violence. That's basically yes. what it is. To be within one millimeter of Blade's reach mm-hmm. is to just be dropped into a blender. Yeah, yeah. You're just, yeah, <laughs> it's he's, like he's, if you're if you're close enough to where he can just get his fingernail on you, yeah. you might as well just put your hand in a, in a garburetor. Oh yeah, like like tell me any like 
like that that first scene in the in that that club scene. The the blood club. Yeah, the the, the bloodbath is like name any Marvel movie that has a better like first scene than that movie. <laughs> None. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. He just goes in there and just fucking tears ass. <laughs> when he when he kind of when he kind of walks in and he's smiling, he's like, I can't, yeah, I can't wait to get my hands on you guys. But there's like a feeling that you get when Blade walks into that scene, and you know wrestling types can fight. Yeah, and you know it's gonna be a, a bloody movie, and he's got a sword, and you know who Blade is mm-hmm. right away. Like, oh, this is this is gonna be murder. Yeah, like this is gonna be like an like an orgy of blood and music yeah, and, and orchestrated movements, has choreography. New, yeah, New or- New Order. It's got like it's in a club scene, and he just and it's yeah, gorgeous. and it's just like and the, it's not just like he fights. He's the sword, the 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 the, the rifle that, and yeah, then yeah. his machine gun, who he's like just like just wipe little, wipe people down. Little Mac Ten, whatever it was. Yeah, that little that, that little <laughs> air, whatever that thing is. And then like yeah, he just rifling through people. There's um, Blade Blade is like an incredible movie. Yeah. I love Blade. I hate the blood demon thing, like the one Stephen Dorff becomes a thing. Yeah, that's, but it's a product of its time. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, because yeah, the special effects did not hold up. No, I mean yeah. that's all they had. Yeah, that, but when that happened, and you were in the theater. Like that was glorious CG. Yeah. That was like this is the best computer graphics effects. I mean, it was better than Jurassic Park. It yeah. was amazing. Oh, yeah. It was incredible. But yeah. now it's complete garbage. Yeah. So now they, that scene, it's it's hard to watch. But like, uh, but but you can still watch it. But at the same it's time, still it's watchable. Like, it's uh, but the movie itself is uh, is awesome. I I love I <laughs> it's love really playing. good. Yeah. The the darkness of it, the grittiness of it, mm-hmm. the backstory. Yeah. The the music. Um, Blades. Uh, uh it's so well directed. Yeah. Um, that's Stephen Norrington's only good movie. Um, but like uh. Personally speaking, anyway, but like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, even uh, what's his face, Chris Christopherson, he's great in that movie. He is amazing in that movie. Yeah, and the and the movie it doesn't take itself too seriously. There are jokes about it, but like, uh, but at the same time, it's like, uh, man, just Blade just fucking he just destroys people he's in that movie. Really good. Yeah. The um even Blade Two, like I really like Blade Two a lot. Blade Two, I'm, was, I'm a huge yeah. Del Toro fan, mm-hmm. so I love Blade Two. I yeah. could do without the CGI fight mm-hmm. because I mean, to me, but that was a showcase where they could do. With CGI at the time, and really, it's it's pretty damn good. Yeah, for and, when it's made, it's pretty great. And it's got a great song to uh, most deaf and massive attack. Yeah, it's got Die against die. Inc- yeah, incredible, yeah. incredible soundtrack. Yeah, it's and I mean, even the uh, the orchestrated stuff. Like when you realize that this is not a movie about a good guy mm-hmm. um, against a bad guy. It's yeah. a movie about a father and a son. Yeah. Like when you realize that's what's going on here, like I don't know who to hate anymore. Yeah, it's, like it, I don't know who to cheer for, who to root for. Yeah, Blade Three was just like it. It should have been made like right, right, right afterwards. So they like the, it was like so, like they could have attached like someone better to do it, maybe yeah. a better writer. Because it would after that it was just well, David like, Goyer is a good writer. He's a good writer, but he's not, not a good director. Not good director. Yeah. Yeah, he he just I don't. know. It felt like Blade for TV. Go, yeah, yeah. David Goyer is like amazing writer. It was a Blade for TV movie. Yeah, Blade for TV. <laughs> was a Blade for... Wait, huh? Wasn't there another... Who was the Blade... Who was Blade after Busty Snipes? Onyx. Onyx was, yeah. Onyx. Yeah. No, no. Sticky Fingers from Onyx. Sticky, Sticky Fingers, fingers. Yeah. He was in Onyx. Yeah. Sticky Fingers. And you know what? Not a bad Blade. Yeah, uh, but... He uh, wasn't terrible. The new the new Blade should be... Uh, they, they got a good guy to play it. Yeah, uh, Maharsha Ali. He's yeah. really good. He's, I think he's too old, though. They they went too deep into the uh, the age roster. That's true, too, yeah. Yeah, he's too old. They should have got it because, you know, black don't crack. You get a black guy who's 22 years old, he could play Blade for the next 45 years. Who could play Blade? But Mahersha Ali, I just feel like he's he's already, uh, what's his name? Um, was it Copperhead in Luke Cage? Mm-hmm. And he was phenomenal. Like, he was one of the best Marvel villains. Um, he was incredible in that series. So I already connect him to that. So I don't like him as Blade. I think he's maybe a little bit too old. So who do you th- who would be a good Blade? Dude, they got this kid right now in Black Lightning. The kid who plays Khalil, mm-hmm. 
if if they didn't screw him up and get him into that, that kid could have played Blade. Because yeah, Wesley Snipes was the, was the perfect Blade. Yeah. That kid does some fights in this last season mm-hmm. that are Blade-level fights. Hmm. I don't know, but he walked away for a, whatever the summer break was, and they like he did the the thing like what's his name, uh, Tom Hardy. Yeah, I'll come back, but I gotta get I get all the martial arts lessons I want. Yeah, and this kid just knocked out of the park. They're giving him his own series now. Oh, really? He was so good in that last season. What do you? Yeah, because I'm trying to think of a, a character who, like an actor who's like who can play a badass. Yeah. Oh, dude. No, Blade I'll, has to be a dark badass. I'll 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 pop some stuff up later on. Yeah. He could have done it. Yeah, he could have really done it. Yeah. And like, and how old is he? And I would imagine he's 23, 24. 23? Yeah, because he's to... a tank. He's fast. Mm-hmm. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if somebody told me, it's like, well, you know, we base all this stuff on Blade. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I get it. Yeah. I totally get it. Actually, you know, uh, one football player who I thought, who I thought could be, uh, who could be Blade? Deion Sanders. Tyreek Hill. Uh, yeah. Oh, good call. Yeah. He's got the square head. He's got, he's like, got the, the he, shoulders. He, yeah, and, and he the, looks like a... The look. And he, he looks like a badass. And he... Imagine, imagine that guy doing all the stunt. Like, oh man. Well, I mean, uh, he's athletic. Have you, have you seen him run? Yeah, he's athletic. He My can God, he's like he's like a, he's like an Olympic athlete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got that predator wily kind of like his body moves in ways that you, yeah he could pull it off. Yeah, but I was watching some highlights of him like uh, last night. I, I mean, predator as in Blade is a predator. Yeah, not exactly. like you know dreads and dreads predator. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah no. he does have the dreads, but like, well, he yeah. does. But I, I wasn't thinking more along the lines of like predator. Yeah, like, he's like an like he's like a panther. Yeah, like I asked thing. I was watching highlights of him yesterday, and I was showing his, his track meets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. His four hundreds and his one hundreds. That guy's a like and that, like, a legit athlete. Yeah, even NFL players were like, like when he gets the ball, when he starts getting, when he starts go, when he starts going, he's like, mm-hmm. there is no one who's going to stop him. No. Yeah, I no, love that guy. Tyreek Hill, he's that guy's a boss. Yeah, Tyreek Hill. I, I know he had that. his he has some problems right now, but uh, I yeah, that guy's a that that's guy's not a for beast. me to judge. Yeah, that's not for me to judge anymore. <laughs> Everybody's got problems. Yeah, I I I put those in the, in, a, in a different pile. There are people out there who have like legitimate bad guy habits. Oh, thank you. Who have legitimate bad guy habits? You're like, okay, that guy's got problems. Yeah. And then there are people out there who are like, uh, eh, I don't know. I can see why he did what he did. I understand. I understand why. Yeah, yeah I, I don't get it, but I, <laughs> I don't get it. I, but I, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I don't get it, and I would never do it. But I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm glad you did for, that. I I'm glad you didn't. You did it, and I didn't do it. But yeah. I get it. Yeah, I'm honest to you God, this to is the, the unpopular opinion um, with a lot of people. But who was it who kind of broke down why Michael Vick had the dog fighting ring? Mm-hmm. Where he's like, <laughs> you, <laughs> you're like. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, pissed, that pissed me off. It pissed me off, man. Like, I don't get it at all. I don't understand why you would want to make, like, animals fight each other mm-hmm. for, for money. Like, the the cock fighting, the dog fighting. Yeah, the pit bulls. And- the pit bulls and stuff. Like, that's some, that's some like, pretty aggro shit to be doing. Mm-hmm. But somebody broke it down with, like, you don't understand, um, like, where, the way he was raised. You don't understand the mentality that was that like there was almost like a weird kind of like taking yeah, back. Yeah, I, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. And I was I was trying to like like relate that. This is a while ago. I was talking about. That. I was trying to relate that to the idea of why black people don't like the German shepherds. The whole thing with uh, Muhammad Ali and George uh, George Foreman mm-hmm. when he came off the plane with the German shepherds. They're like Nazi. Mm-hmm. Like right away, they're like we don't like that guy. Yeah. It's like everything I do for the black community like doesn't matter. We do, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Those dogs we don't like. And then, like, certain things that happen, dogfighting, mm-hmm. like, where their whole mentality was. And it's like, oh, I think I can I can sympathize with why he would do what he did. Like, I would never do it, and I would want you in jail. Mm-hmm. And I would take all your animals away. And yeah. I'd give them a nice home. I'd set you on fire. But somebody made me see it for a half a second where your head might have been at. Yeah, like, yeah, that's the thing. I, I understood where his head was at. Yeah. Um, I don't, like, and I completely disagree with what, mm-hmm. like, what he did. And I think, 100%. I think, I think he should burn in hell for that. Absolutely. And, uh, but... Uh, 
Yeah, but, but when it gets explained to you a certain way. Yeah, because because people are just products of their environment. And yeah, that, that, that's uh, and then when you when you feel like, uh, okay, I have no money, so like you know we were we were uh, back in the day we did this right, but now I have yeah. money, I can do this on a larger scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that which is gross. But they, but that that shows lack of growth. Yeah, that's exactly that's a big so, part. So like okay, you know what? No, you leave that life behind. Yeah, I don't think it was like a like anything you can sympathize with and be like, "Well, you did." Let, no, yeah, let yeah that's the thing. Yeah, when you when you talk, if, if I if I had a chance to talk to him about that, and he'd be like, yeah. "Yeah, man, you don't understand how I was." I'm like, "I don't give a fuck how you were raised." Yeah, I don't care. But it yeah. for a split second there, like you can almost like see why it's happening. Yeah, that yeah, that I agree with. I'll be yeah. like, you could be like, uh, he goes, "Yeah, I'm not surprised you did this." I'm not surprised. That's what it is. So, I'm but, not surprised. But you're uh, you're a disgusting human being, and yeah. uh, uh, if I had a chance to send you to hell, I would do it. I would do it right now. Yeah, can I light a match and yeah. send you there? Yeah, exactly. I turn yeah. your head into a donut and I'd send you to hell like like Homer Simpson. <laughs> Who was it? Was it James Coco? Yeah. I don't understand. James Coco crashed <laughs> out after 15. Oh, but I'm so young and tasty. Uh, poor guy. Yeah, it's weird, right? I like how you can all of a sudden like sympathize somebody. Messed up. But yeah, as far as Blade goes, that is that is an excellent movie. Yeah. Yeah, the um, simplest way to think to, to sympathize with someone is, is, realize, is, is to try and understand like um, they're probably going through a battle. Yeah, like everybody's got a, a demon, right? Yeah, everyone has it. So everybody's got something going on. Yeah. I, I think it's very hard. Like a lot of, I think for us, especially when it comes to like media personalities, famous people with money who do like really bizarre shit. Mm-hmm. I don't mean like the Epstein shit. Like fuck that guy. <laughs> like you know, somebody's got money and has like uh, human human trafficking. No, that guy, that, guy, that guy should have been on the first Death Star. Yeah, he should have been on the first Death Star in in the window. Watching the cannons fire into an exhaust pipe. Yeah, I wish she was. I wish she was the technician on the in the exhaust pipe. Yeah, and then he saw the, the torpedoes go down. And he's like, he should have been the Wilhelm scream. Yeah, he should have been the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> he should have yeah. been the Wilhelm scream. Like, but the at the same time, I think we're obsessed as a generalization. People who follow like uh, the Kardashians and famous people, and whatever, are obsessed with like let's get them as famous as possible and then wag our finger at them for all the things they do. But yeah, that that ties into the the, the, the whole thing about. Uh, uh, everyone will build a hero up just to tear them down. That's, yes, that's that feeds into everything. Yeah, that's not to that's not like what we say about the you know die the hero will live long enough to no no that's that, that's that's, that's, that's totally different. different. Yeah, yeah, that is a personal journey somebody will go through. That that that's someone that, that that is something one person will go through. Yes, and, this uh, is like society. Society as will a whole lift somebody up. Yeah, they do it to everybody. Everybody. I everybody. Mean, a great example, and it was like in in like in the written form is or or in screen. Is the whole thing on Game of Thrones with the the Cersei thing? Yeah, there you where go. all of a sudden she's like, "I'm the God Queen Cersei," and she gets the guy, the religious dude, and brings him up, mm-hmm. and then she makes everybody's life better. She brings him religion, and then she fails in their eyes, and they run her naked to the streets and throw tomatoes at her. Yeah, exactly. It's like you, that's like a, a simplistic TV version, but that's what society likes to do. Yeah, with man, heroes. they did, they did the same thing to uh, to Michael Jordan. Same thing to Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan got it bad. Same thing to Michael Jackson. Yep. Oh yeah, man. The uh, we're terrible to our, are like our celebrities. Yeah, <laughs> we're really bad. To yeah, our they, celebrities. yeah. There's, there's certain there's certain people who are just so they're they're so beloved and they yeah. they're just they're generational people. And uh, Michael they, Jordan just grew a mustache. Yeah, that, that's it. That's it. But like the but people will like uh, the they will people will always look to flaws because like they they'll realize that this person's so awesome like they have to have flaws but they'll look for them when they're mm-hmm. not there. And then it'll just make oh, them up if they have to. That's wild. Yeah. That that's a truth, right? Where people will once somebody becomes so famous and so popular and beloved, you're like, Okay, let's look for yeah, the cracks. Exactly. It it doesn't happen to like it doesn't happen to like like a lot of like famous people, but it does happen to it 
Somehow it only happens to famous people. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, right. It doesn't happen to a lot of famous people, but it only happens to famous people. Yeah, like there's certain, like even like like yeah, because like certain certain sports stars who are really popular, yeah, they'll just they'll get built up to be torn down. Oh, for sure, right? Yeah. And but and then like, you know, like it's but yeah, Jordan was like, uh, you saw it firsthand. It's uh, it was ugly what happened to him. What what exactly are you talking about? Have you seen, have you seen the uh, the, the last dance? Yeah, not yet. Basically, yeah. So like, they, they, we're talking they, about the gambling, we're talking about the year off, we're talking yeah, about the baseball. They, they took like everything that he, they, all of his like things that he liked to do for like just to uh, just to get away from basketball. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They would say like, uh, oh, you're this, you're doing this. That means th- th- that means this, right? And so the the the, the this is before like, Twitter, Facebook, mm-hmm. all that shit. Um. And then yeah, he would just say, um, no. He goes, that's not. He goes, if I had a game gambling problem, I'd be like hawking my you know my wedding ring and stuff like that. He goes, I'm not doing that. He's like, I'm just. Uh, so the but then like the the paparazzi would be like they were doing? all over yeah like is your dad yeah. doing this like you know that your all this stuff right and then it it almost drove, it almost drove him out of the league and mm-hmm. then Magic Johnson would have to say like go about and say goes you people are gonna drive him out of this league yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that was the weird year off you mean yeah like and, when he kind of disappeared for a little bit oh yeah and also the father and, thing yeah and his and also like his uh like he like he liked to gamble a lot yeah. it's like just because he gambles and he's gambling ten thousand dollar bets and stuff like that right like. You have to realize his ten thousand dollars is your one dollar. It's it's like ten yeah. bucks, man. Yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah, him losing ten thousand. You're right. It's like yeah. you like putting a dollar on a pool game with yeah. your friends. Bet you a buck, you make the next shot. Look what, yeah, and look what he's done for the sport. Like, like he he gave everything. He yeah. he gave physically and meant and emotionally everything to the game. In in the last dance, obviously it's a it's more like hero worship than it is a deep dive into somebody's psyche. But do they go into the whole like he took the year into baseball because he was on suspension from the gambling? Did they talk about that? There was no, there was, no, there was, there was no real suspension from gambling. Yeah, they, but they, yeah, they. Talk well, no, about, we know that. Yeah, they, but they, they, they deep dive into everything because, like, you know, that the conspiracy theory is that Michael Jordan went and played baseball for a year, or you know, retired for a year because he was suspended because he was gambling on on games. Yeah, that's that's in the in the in the documentary. He after he won his third championship, he's like, what else do I need to prove? Yeah. And then he came back. Then all of a sudden, he saw the team was dying without him, basically, yeah. right? And then he starts com- coming to games. He started coming to practice, and then he's like, "I miss this. I'm back." Yeah. Then he came back and one. Then he came back. Because how old is he when he left? Third he, championship. Uh, he came. He missed. Okay, he, he came back and uh, he won in '93. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, the '93 season. Uh, he won. The '94, '95 when he came back. Uh, he was. Uh, he had a baseball body, so he wasn't that. He wasn't that good. He had a weird belly. Yeah, and then yeah, because he, like, he even said it. He goes, I, I. Then he went to the gym and he fucking he got ripped. And then the, the next year after that, that's when they set the the, the record for a seventy two ten. Yeah, yeah. No, but what like what? How old is he then? Uh, I don't know. When he uh, took his year off, went to baseball. I mean, he well, like 32, 31? Maybe that. Yeah. Yeah, he couldn't but have been he, that old. Yeah, but he then he came back and then he dominated three more uh, three more championships. I just, it's, you can't, like, you can't even comprehend. Like, I think normal yeah. human beings can't even understand, like, how we should just, like, us outside of, like, you know, smacking your wife in the mouth, dog fighting, or killing somebody who didn't have it coming, let them do whatever. Yeah. Like, we should just, you're, you're putting an incredible amount of stress on these people. And this is something that I think justifies the amount of money they get paid. When you talk about, well, athletes are getting paid millions of dollars to play a game. I haven't thought on that too, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, in my mind, I'm like, look, to be that elite level of an athlete, to be able to do the things they do, like for a half a second, let's get Joe Schmo and let's get Michael Jordan. Joe Schmo, who talks shit and maybe played a little bit of high school basketball. Then you get Michael Jordan, Michael friggin' Jordan. 
and just be like, okay, you guys both stand here and just start shooting baskets and let's see who can do what. And then let's play horse and let's do this and do dunks and do whatever. And like watch Joe Schmo's back give out after like the third time he takes a regular shot mm-hmm. or tries to do a layup. And Michael Jordan just doing Statue of Liberties. Yeah. And friggin' legs like a, uh, an icon slam. Mm-hmm. Doing whatever. And then, you know, maybe like doing his taxes while he's friggin' doing, thinking about all sorts of shit mm-hmm. that he's doing while he's doing that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Like you can't do what he does. No. You can't even put yourself in the headspace. No, no, no one wants to watch Joe. No one, the seats. The seats are no. going to be filled by, with Joe Schmo. We're not. The seats are going to be filled. But the reason Joe Schmo is not there is because mentally yeah. he can't get himself to where Michael Jordan is. No. Even after all the training and practice and preparation and all the shit. Yeah. Like I'll give him a year. He still won't get. No. To where he is because Michael Jordan is elite. So he is paid like an elite athlete. Yeah. I. My, my whole thing on on. Uh, the amount uh, uh, that let's say let's say basketball let's just put bas- we'll, we'll use basketball as an mm-hmm. example the uh, um, uh, the reason why I think uh, they should be paid as much as much as they do yeah is because uh, um, money is ba- money salaries in the NBA are based on percentages mm-hmm. okay so if the money if so let's say if the the league was worth uh, I don't know like let's say it's worth like ten billion dollars something yeah. like that right now. You're gonna you you should be able to get you should be able to earn your percentages no matter what. Mm-hmm. So you should be able to get like okay, let's say your team receives, uh, uh, like let's see out of all the hundred percent of your what your team receives, um, you're gonna get that uh, that amount of money is split up between. So you get let's say Michael Jordan gets like thirty percent, uh, Scottie Pippen gets twenty percent, then the, the rest of fifty percent is delegated <clears throat> to the rest of the players. Yeah. The problem is is that there's so much money there, his fifty his uh, his thirty percent is thirty is is thirty five is thirty million dollars yeah. per year. It's a so, lot because there's a, there's just so there's much so money much. there. So like so if it was just if it was worth half that, yeah, yeah. he'd be getting paid half that. He'd but the thing is like half. there is so much money in there, you are owed your percentage. Yeah, and you're paying into it as a fan. Yeah, you're exactly. you're giving them the money. Yes. Now, also, they've got managers. They've got agents. They've got publicists. Yeah. They've got people cleaning up their shit all the time. Yeah, the more money you make, there's going to be more of those people around you. There's going to be more of those people around yeah. you and you want people of a certain quality yep. who can take care of you and not rip you off. Mm-hmm. So you have to give them a little extra. Yeah, you're 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 owed whatever how much money is in the league. Exactly. So like if the league is like that's that's don't blame the player. Like the league no. has this much money. Like if you if you if they got that much money, they're only pay, getting paid hundred thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Then you'd be mad at the league. Exactly, because you're like, okay, you're 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 just keeping all the money and you're not de- delegating it. It's like it's like a corrupt government, basically, oh, yeah. right? It's, well, which is like college, college, college basketball, like the NCAA. Yeah, whatever. yeah. I mean, no one gives a shit about the the the, the coaching football, thing. basketball. Like these guys, they're they're getting concussed and messed up and broken backs and like short lives because yeah. because you want to watch them and they're yeah. not getting paid. Yeah, college basketball is. Almost as much to watch as like uh, as NBA. Absolutely. Yeah. But you know, free education. Yeah. Like it is a free education. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, pay these guys. I mean, even the ones who don't go off and get like in, uh, NBA careers, they're still as entertaining as NBA players. Yeah, and they're and they're, they're the guys who sell the jerseys mm-hmm. in uh, at the colleges, mm-hmm. the people who sell the jerseys make more than the people whose names are on, are on, on the, the jerseys. jerseys. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. So gross. No, but I just like that. That's one of those things that bothers me about like when people talk about elite athletes and how much they get paid and like build them up, tear them down, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a reason they're elite is because, like, mentally they can handle that kind of shit. Yeah. It's like, there's there's a different type of person. And the ones who don't, we see. Like, uh, who who's the, the little quarterback kid there? The one who went nowhere. Uh, Johnny. Johnny Football. That oh, dude, um. That dude a few years ago who came out of nowhere and, like, he's the next, like, mainstream is, is that, you mean little that, Jewish kid. Oh, yeah, okay, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's uh, Manziel. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Is he, is he Jewish? I think he's Jewish, right? I think he is. Yeah. Anyway, he comes out and he's like, uh, he's gonna be the next big deal. But mentally, he couldn't handle it, and mm-hmm. now he's Joe Schmo. Mm-hmm. Like he's just some dude out there. Yeah. Uh, or yeah, I think you you thought I was gonna go to the the dude who prays before every game, Tebow. Yeah, Tebow. Tim Tebow, who went and played baseball and couldn't hack that either. Now, now he's an analyst. Now he's an analyst. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously there's something there that he couldn't mentally handle the game for whatever reason. It broke him down. Yeah. He couldn't get himself in there, mm-hmm. and maybe he could, maybe he couldn't, and maybe he's an exceptional analyst. Maybe he's top tier level analyst, and that's where he's at. Maybe mm-hmm. he's an elite level analyst because yeah. that's what he can do really well. Yeah, yeah. Who he under- he understood the game more than he could play the game. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He understood it more than he could play it, but he's better than you at understanding the game. Yeah. So you know, even, even complaining about that is bullshit. Yeah. So like, yeah, I, I, when people say like, oh, NBA players get to be paid too much, I'm like, mm-hmm. no, there's there's you could no. The argument should be like, there's too much money in sports. Yes. Say that. Yes. And who's putting the money in the sports? Exactly. You are dummy. Yeah. You. Yeah. You like watching your forty five games every Sunday. Yeah, it's yeah, you. So yeah, so that that's the argument you should make. Not no, that that's the athletes means. get paid too much. Like that, that's why I like that there's sport like tennis is a good example of it. Like you you get paid like as much as you win. Mm-hmm. So like you go to a tournament, the tournament has this much money, yep. and if you make it to a certain round, you get this the uh, third that's round, you get. you get this much money. If you make it to the fourth round, you make this much money. If you get to the semifinals, quarterfinals, yep. you get paid this much money. So like that's now you could argue that you know, should there be more money put into the sport because like for, um, so should females get paid as much as males, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Right. So yeah, you can have those arguments. Right. But like, but, uh, th- those set rules are good for tennis because you're, you're, because if you want to, if you want to earn more, you play better and you enter yeah. more tournaments and you, and you win. Yeah. Great that's, example. That's how you do you play more. Yeah. You don't just like, it's like baseball where you just like, you make a baseball team, you get paid like $2 million a year to sit on your ass. So, <laughs> Hey, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hear no shit about baseball. Friggin' love baseball. I'm not gonna hear anybody talk shit about baseball. But but do you see the but do you see the difference? I do see the difference. Yeah, the, the, it is it is an extreme difference from tennis to baseball. Yeah, because the truth is, like when you're playing baseball, like ninety percent of it, mm-hmm. you're sitting around. Yeah, but 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 think about this though. Like, but there's also a lot of money in baseball. There's a lot. So like, yeah, they get paid whatever the percentages are. Yep, this is it's the same difference, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's getting a two hundred million dollar contract because there's a lot more money in baseball. There's a lot more people watching those games. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a big difference. Yeah, and plus like NBA is NBA is a different sport than football because NBA is a star driven sport. Yes. Whereas like the the, the players control everything, mm-hmm. whereas football is all is an owner driven sport. It's an owner driven sport, and it's like football doesn't like people can like a certain football player, but people generally watch football the same way you. It's weird, right? It's like when the way you watch a, a card of fights. Yeah. You know, it's like you've got this guy fighting that guy, and that guy's like, who do you like? Who do you like for this? Who do you like for that? It's like whereas baseball or um. Uh, basketball and hockey, they're very much like this is my guy, that is my team, die hard all the way. Yeah, you know this is what we do. And ba- football has that aspect, but it's got because maybe because of the gambling, mm-hmm. or maybe because like it's it's kind of overtaken a lot of the sport. But there's so much more of like watching a fight on a on a, on a Saturday night, like Sunday and Monday and Thursday football is like who do you like for what? Who yeah. are we gonna bet on? I'm gonna bet on that and that and this. Yeah, and that's that, true. This. Yeah, it doesn't quite have that. It's it's weird because like it's strange. Yeah, to when me. you when you watch because there's only so many games, certain many games that that are played in football, right? Yeah. Because like they don't have like a long schedule, right? Because because mm-hmm. if you play, let's say there was 82 games in a football season, there'd be like co- coffins filled with like. NFL <laughs> oh yeah, players, no, right? no, never gonna happen. Yeah, so like there's so it's, uh, what 15 games? Yeah, so the games are more important because like there's so few there's so few of them, but mm-hmm. if you look at uh, uh, like in the M- in the NBA. Like this is just me personally, right? Like I would regular season NBA games are not fun to watch. 
Because there's 82 of them. Like, when you get to the playoffs, then I'll start watching them, right? But like with, but regular season, you know who's going to end up be, being in the playoffs. You know this person's going to be eighth seed. You're going to be like, okay, yeah. you know what's going to happen, right? So that, that's what I don't like. I about agree. Basketball. Being a baseball guy, I totally agree. Yeah, so that's what I don't like about hockey, about, about baseball. Sorry, basketball. But, like, at hockey, uh, no matter what, <laughs> if, you're, if your team is playing, you watch it. You watch. Yeah. You're diehard your team. Yeah, this is because I'll like if the, if the, if a hockey game is on and like the you know if we're together or something like that like my family or something like yeah I'll sit down and watch the mm-hmm. game for sure because it's uh it's fast paced it's violent uh there's so much skill involved it's uh it's got everything yeah it's like it's like watching uh like races yeah it's like watching a race yeah you know more than it's like watching a, an actual sport of like human beings doing human being shit it's like you're watching this like these these hard driven vehicles mm-hmm. flying around an oval. Yeah. And they're just chasing the stupid little rubber puck. Yeah. And um, Bill Burr said it best about when he was, uh, you see when he was being interviewed uh, with Wayne Gretzky? No. It's unbelievable. Because I think the guy who was interviewing them, I can't, he's like an American. Oh, guy. yeah. This was a few years ago. Yeah, like I think the gray guy with the, with the blue eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's saying like, uh, what can the hockey do to get over that hump? And then, uh, He's talking to Gretzky. He's like, "What you know? The NFL, the NBA. What can any, what can the NHL do to get over that hump?" But then Bill Burr just goes in there and he's like, "You know what? There's nothing that NHL doesn't have to do anything. Nothing, man." He's like, "He goes, you don't want it to be like the NFL, where you're like you know at the halftime there's like uh, there's che- there's streamers, streamers and cheerleaders and all that stuff." He goes, band. "No, he goes, they, the NHL is the best." He goes, "You don't want to turn into a billion dollar." Uh, he goes, "All these people are just making millions of dollars. They're not making billions of dollars." Yeah, yeah no, no, no. And he said the best thing about hockey is that. If a guy does something to you and you don't like it, you can beat the shit out of that guy. <laughs> you can grab him by the jersey and, and you just yeah. start firing into his face. Yeah, he goes, there's real justice in hockey. Yeah, <laughs> and oh, it's true. And, and Wayne Gretzky's laughing his ass off. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. That yeah. was like, a, oh, it was like, not Cowherd, but it was like one of those guys during... Colin Hurt? No. Cowherd? I'm not sure what his name is. Yeah, it, but... was, um, it was one of those, one but of it, but... those like, like sit down, yeah. like, uh, well, it was the, the guy who's still off the record. On TSN, like they're sitting down yeah. in a real studio, yeah, so, having chit chat. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he said, like, uh, so Bill. He's Burr right, just, though. Yeah, Bill Burr just shut that guy down. He's like, "There's nothing you have to do to talk to NHL. NHL." You don't need to fine. pretty up the NHL. The NHL is exactly what it is, it's and per- nobody yeah, wants a pretty down. NHL is like, uh, for lack of a better term, it's like it's it's perfect. Like, yeah, like, I mean, the presentation of the NHL. Yeah, you're right. For lack of a better term, the presentation in the NHL is just about as perfect as you can get for any sport. Yeah, it's like it's it's got the violence, it's got the uh, yeah. it's got the te- like the the people who are in the NHL now are just so fun to watch. And uh and yeah, it's got it's like, a wild scene, man. Yeah, and if if something does if you piss if someone pisses you off, yep. yeah, you can fight them. Well, it's like I mean, we we talked about it. But hey, look, another callback, a natural callback. Mm-hmm. The Marty McSorley thing. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, he was pissed off about something and he Ended Donald Bashir's career. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, like that's an extreme Almost version of him. it. Almost killed him. Yeah. I mean, you think he had like a like like a grade fourteen concussion? Like he was out, out. Yeah, and he landed on his head. Oh, it was brutal because he he slashed him right in the side of the head. Yeah, the he, he chopped. Yeah, he did. Like he, he, tried, he, was, he looked like he was trying to decapitate him, trying to take his head off. Yeah. And he just he just goes straight down and he's out. Yeah. And it's like that's you're not going to get that in basketball. I mean, granted, it was uh, like major suspensions and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But we're McSorley, say, 23 instead of like in his 30s. And he'd done that. He'd have been gone for a couple of years, come back and played again. Yeah, because he's too valuable to the league. He's too valuable to the league, right? Yeah. Whereas like there's no other sport where that's going to take. No, because even basketball now, basketball is, is so uh, – like the athletes are better and stuff like that. But uh, mm. it's lost um, – it's, 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 you can't uh, – um, <laughs> What was the, the fight? The big, sh- the big fight? The, the malice at the palace. The malice at the palace. That was, like, great, that was the greatest thing. That was the greatest never, thing in basketball history. You're never gonna see that again. You're never gonna see like an Undertaker sit up on a table. 
going to the crowd to be the shit. Like you're never gonna. And see he got it. the wrong guy too. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> you're never gonna see. Can you that. imagine that? You're just like sitting there. You're like you're sitting with your drink, and then like all of a sudden, Runner Test rises up like the Undertaker and starts charging up at you. <laughs> you're like, what did I do? And he just smashes you right in the face. Six foot eight, two hundred and seventy pounds. Just you're like just having a beer. <laughs> having a beer. <laughs> get murdered. Yeah. I thought one guy, what did Nova say? He's like, it was. Oh, you want the guy to come up there? Well, he went up there. <laughs> Oh, it's he, brilliant. I know. He went up there and he fucking oh my he, just, God. he just laid people <laughs> you out. You want to come up there while he's like Sauron just swinging his gigantic arms, taking everybody out. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. It was just like haymakers. <laughs> there was no like, but like, like getting hit by Ron Artest, like you'd be out. You'd be in the hospital. <laughs> well, I mean, he's swinging an arm the size of you. Yeah. I, I mean, people This is Ron Artest in his prime. Like, in his yeah, prime. Yeah. Like when his arms were like the size. Super cut. Like he, super cut. Like he was guarding guys who were bigger than him and he was like way stronger. Way stronger. Yeah. And he's not a small guy to begin with. No, and he was known as a guy like you don't you don't fuck with that guy. You don't fuck with him. Yeah. And I mean, now he's in the crowd and like it's sour on swing. Oh, yeah, and Warhammer. yeah, exactly. He's tossing bodies left <laughs> and right. God. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, like you'll never get that again. Yeah. The guy's like, because what did Bubba say? He's like, yeah, come up here, man. What are you going to do? Come up there. Well, he went up there. <laughs> well, he went up there. He said, come up here. And well, he went up there. Yeah. And they just like, yeah, he just destroyed people. Yeah. He went, <laughs> he didn't give a fuck. He would have fought Ben Wallace. He's like, he was so fired ben, up. Yeah. Ben Wallace was like seven feet tall. He went right. Ben uh, Artest would have just run after him and would have knocked him out. Oh my God. I wouldn't fuck. If Rashid, if I. Uh, if Runner Test came after me like that, I would run. Yeah, you get out of the way. And the guy, I think the guy was telling me, it wasn't me. Runner Test didn't care. <laughs> well, no, I think yeah, you're right. Like he's up there, and he's, I think he's just like he's got a drink in his hand or something, and he's looking. I'm like, what's going on? I don't know what's going on. We have to and watch that after this. Drink gone yeah. and yeah, was, beer gone. That was the least of his worries. <laughs> the guy just got like he almost got his head taken off. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I I love violence in sports. I love it. It's awesome. It is, and you know, you, bench uh, clearing brawls. I love them. They're bench not- clearing brawls, um, hockey fights. When when things go bad in ba- in ba- uh, football, I love it. I like love, when, when I all love, of a sudden, yeah, well, I love cares? all that shit. Yeah, it's so good. I know we're not supposed to. Like that's the that is the guilty pleasure. But like if you don't love it. Well, that's just that's okay. If you don't get anything from it, that you're soulless. Like, yeah, you're no. soulless, man. You're totally soulless. Not everything has to go right all the time. Like when it goes no. askew. You're like, okay. I don't want to see people lose a career or get so no, hurt. But like, but sometimes like you love because remember like when the when last year when the Oilers played the the Calgary Flames and it was it was it was just that massive in the goalie glorious. spot. It was glorious. Everyone said that was the best moment of the, of the season. The best part is uh is is Mike Smith comes kind of gliding up, just hanging out. Yeah. And then he kind of gets he catches Cam Talbot's eye. Yeah, and I remember, and the guy, one of the owners said to, to Cam Talbot, he's like, "Yeah, he's waiting for you over there." <laughs> he's like, "Go over there and get go." Him. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's kind of like, well, you know, you think it's gonna be like a buddy buddy thing. Yeah, he, you know, I bet you anything he did not want to go. And the guys like, and then the older guy, one of the owners was like, "Go get, go, go to get the, him, go go to the center, center, go get your lunch money." Yeah, and then he went and up then there, and then Mike, Mike Smith, Smith was. He's not a he's not an easy going dude. No, he he, <laughs> he 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 took him down like in two seconds. Oh, I felt so bad because Talbot was our boy, right? Yeah, and he stopped. And he stopped. Yeah, it wasn't a uh, it wasn't a ground and pound massacre. No, yeah, it he, was. He got him on the ground and he stopped. And they, he, yeah. yeah, so because those guys are friends, they know each other. No, so, I mean it yeah. is what it is, right? They had to do it. Mm-hmm. They went out there and they did it. Yeah, that's what happened. Was, that was that, that that's what happened if me and you went. I'd be like Cam Talbot. <laughs> no, no, I think, no. I think you would get me down. You'd stop and be like, that's I it? think I think you'd have that that uh, that moment. You would Mister Miyagi me. <laughs> Live or die. <laughs> like all right, I bet you. I think while I'm skating towards you, I'm like this. I'm like, <laughs> hey, here we go. It's go time. 
You're like, what's that for? <laughs> I just want to heal my wound after you. I, I have a feeling you are an eye poker, biter, fish hooker. You are all the rules they, they didn't allow at UFC 1. <laughs> that's that's your that's your playbook. My playbook is uh, getting a hold of a person. Yep. Uh, and uh, dragging them into deep waters. Yeah, yeah. Getting a hold of them and putting and just get, keep them in the hold until they give up. Yeah. Just hang on to them. Yeah, because I, I have I have good um uh my, my grappling is good. I can grapple with people because I've I was I've gr- I grew up with an older brother. Well, you're like a you're like a he was your bear and you were Khabib. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. He Ugh. was uh he was the thing is like we'd always fight each other, but like. We cut, he would hold back against me because he knew he could. He was a little bit stronger than I was. Mm. But then as I got older, um, especially during, during elementary, I think I told you this, but like after that, I'm like I could beat up anyone in my class. I'll be like anyone in my grade. Anyone says anything to me, I'm you like, had the I'm, number. Like, I'm like my brother's way bigger than you. I'm like I can destroy you in a fight. And, a- and I would tell him that I'll be like I can. I'm like, are you sure you want to do this? I said, do you know how to fight? <laughs> Do you do you know how to chuck nuts? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you know how to throw down? Yeah, I'm like, do you, do you want to fight? I'm like, I fought my brother. I'm like, I have scars to prove it. And I'm like, is that from your brother? Oh yeah. Oh, get out of town. Mm-hmm. Because you, you have a uh, a a pretty yeah this pretty is, legit. Yeah, this, this is one of my worries. <laughs> Great yeah. lineup there. Uh, it wasn't. It was kind of embarrassing. You know what happened? Huh. Okay. Well, I, I don't. So I'm asking. Well, for the video, for people can see, I have a I have a mark on my forehead like this. <clears throat> So what happened was that um, we were uh, it was yeah it was just during Christmas um, we were um, we were in their basement and we were you know those I uh, remember San Francisco that store you could buy like all the trinkets like it was at West Ham it was a novelty store it was a novelty store yeah so remember you could get those big boxing gloves mm-hmm. they're the ones that are the size of your head yep so we had those. they're like the puffy ones that you yeah just so like, like yeah so my mom had like a, uh, she bought a pair and so I, I put one on my right hand my brother put one on his left hand. And we were we were fighting, and then my brother was like, "Okay, he's put, he's like over there, and I'm over here." So then uh, he punched me in the face, but he got me really good. <laughs> so he gave me a, like he gave me a haymaker, and I was like, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And I was like, I was like, "What?" The? I said, "Like what the hell?" Then I I ran towards him, and he didn't do anything. He just moved out of the way. <laughs> oh no! And see that? See the see where the wall goes comes to like a point? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Just the, a corner of a wall. Yeah, and I that's I ran into it, and that, that oh. caused the split. Oh, so it was like a, just a nifty little compression. Yeah, and it right was, yeah, there. right there. And then uh, there was just blood coming from oh. everywhere. And then uh, how old were you? Uh, I must have been like. Um, Please say nineteen. No, I was probably seven. Oh, okay, well that's. Okay. And uh, seven, or, yeah, seven or eight. And then my my it was in the basement. My my dad uh, uh, came downstairs, and I was like just shock. I was in shock. I was like, there's so much blood coming out because it was just coming out. Like, oh yeah. And like a torrent. The forehead is that's a that's a good one. Yeah, and a bunch of action going on up there. Yeah, so then uh yeah, so then my dad's like, oh god. Then my mom came downstairs and she's like, uh, she's like, oh, just calm down, it's okay, it's okay. And I'm like, that the blood was freaking me out. Oh, for sure. And then uh, you're then, seven years old. Yeah, man. so then I'm like, it, it was cut open. Then my mom goes, does it hurt? And then my mom goes, then she grabbed my face and she goes, does it hurt? And I said, uh, no. And she's like, you're okay. Yeah. And then my dad comes there. He, says, he had um, what's it called? Uh. Aqua Velva. <laughs> so now you associate the smell of Aqua Velva blue. Yeah, to, to childish the nightmare. The gushing head wound. Yeah, so like he just uh, he just like <laughs> childish nightmare. Yeah, he just went like this. Like just, oh, for sure. And then that's then that I'm like yeah, I'm like that that hurts. <laughs> Mom, it hurts. Yeah, so then I had to like uh, so I, I grew up. Yeah, so I I start screaming and then my yeah. dad's like he's like don't move. I'm like why? He's like you're getting blood all everywhere, right? I'm like there's no carpet in the basement. I love that was my first argument. reaction. I'm, yeah, I was like, "There's no carpet in the <laughs> There's basement." No carpet in the basement. Dan. And then, so I then finally, I, and it was at nighttime, so I had to go to the doctor's house. Oh no! And then I had to get stitches done. Oh, so you did get stitches? Yeah. Man. Yeah, man. I've been. Uh, uh, oh, that's yeah. a good one. And then, uh, then I was like, then, <laughs> then my mom goes, goes, "My brother's like, do you have anything to say?" Then he, she, he goes, uh, "No," because I didn't do anything. Yeah, I didn't, he didn't do anything. Yeah, it was like it was like Johnny from Karate Kid. <laughs> 
Yeah. And I said to him, like, and Paul, then afterwards, like, we were laughing about it. Paul's like, yeah, I was just being Johnny. <laughs> I was like, I started laughing. I'm like, that's exactly what it is. He didn't do anything. Yeah. He just he just moved out of the way. Yeah. You, you faced that wall. I'm just closing a lot own. of personal, like, stories here. <laughs> yeah, today was, uh, today was a deep dive. Yeah. We uh, we had a pretty good pretty good chit-chat about yeah. all sorts of... I love, but I love the scar. The scar, the scar is good. I like it. Scars are chicks see scars. Yeah, chicks, uh, they see scars and they, uh, they dig them. This beautiful face has to have some. It's gotta have some kind of damage to some it. Some kind of damage to it. Yeah, the Doreen Gray poster in the uh, in the attic. It's all beat up. <laughs> all beat up. It's got a fat lip. Exactly. It's got one, six black eyes. One eyes pointing that way. One eyes pointing that way. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he's a nightmare. That one. Yeah. I you know I, I I got lucky. I don't have a lot of scars. I got lucky in my in my bouncing career. That I don't have a lot of scars in my face. Yeah. Um, or hand. I have a lot on my wrists. And I have a lot on my the palms of my hands. Like, I just have like dam- I got a ton because that's what you use a lot of. Right? Yeah, but you have but you have you have like physical damage, right? Like when it comes to like your nose. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. this this goes from one side to the other. Yeah, it's all messed up. I've been hit in the back of the head by everything. So I mean, if you look at the back of my head, it's got a lot of scar tissue back there yeah. and just gashes and whatnot. Yeah, I just have yeah, I just have uh like bro- like um two broken fingers, but permanently broken. Yeah, uh, actually no, sorry, this, no sorry, this one is broken. That one there. Yeah, and then uh. That's about it, yeah. Yeah, all of these have been moved around. Yeah, and I have like some scarring from here because I land on my face doing like BMX tricks and stuff like that. Yeah, that kind of stuff. But those are those are minor. Those are nothing. Things. Yeah, I'm pretty lucky for the for the most part. I don't have like uh, tons and tons. My arms are a nightmare. My legs are are just awful. Mm-hmm. I can't wear. That's from training. Is that from training though? Yeah, from training. From oh yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, I've seen your legs. They're they're pretty gross. Yeah. <laughs> There's like not just, that uh, not just because we. I were, mean, you weren't checking them out. No, we went we biking. Just, uh, yeah. We went biking and they are ugly. <laughs> they are. They're knotted and ratted and nah. full of gashes and cuts no. and scars and all sorts. No, I, I've I've seen worse from people who are not fighters. Yeah, there are people out there who have like addiction issues. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen I've seen pretty way bad. Worse. Yeah, I'll tell you afterwards. I'll tell you afterwards what I, uh, the, one of the worst I saw. I can imagine. Yeah, I, uh, friend of the show too. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is going to disclose a story about a friend of a friend. Yeah. Oh, a friend of ours. Um, I w- I think we hit everything. I was gonna I was gonna talk about the the last thing I was gonna really hit was um. Urban Legends. I had a, I had a yes. whole thing on Urban Legends. We can save that for tomorrow okay. or for, for next time because it is deep divey kind of stuff because I was talking to a few people who had Urban Legend issues. Speaking of Blade, that was, the, that was just on Google. Yeah. You know that's your phone spying on you. Your phone heard us talk about it because you leave your OK Google open and it knows that we, we talk about stuff and Blade popped up because your phone is spying on you. Uh, let's see here. Um, Don't dodge the question. You know the, you know the phone is spying on you. Vampire Valance is a winner. Have a memorable villain, but don't make a Dracula. But don't make Dracula that villain. Uh, don't make skip, Dracula the villain. Skip the annoying sidekick. Uh, These are all things that Blade did right. This is that you should uh, for the next Blade movie. Okay. Uh, yeah, and then uh, um, uh, keep the storytelling consistent. Uh, resurrecting a dead character is a d- delicate business. Uh, show don't tell. Um, avoid the badass chick character trope. The, yeah, please. Yeah, um, I'll tell you because like some of the things. <laughs> that, oh. And uh, Blade doesn't need a love interest. You know, you know what they did right. I'll, I'll tell you with that one, the badass, like the badass chick character trope. Is that Parker Posey? No, oh, um, no. I can't remember what her name was. That's the one from the second one. Uh, she was going to be. Like let's, the, see, let's see more of Blade. Blade's mom. I'm okay with that. Yeah, if you can do those ten things, you got a good cool. Blade movie. Number two, did and rated R. And rated R. Number two did two of those things, but they did it right. Yeah. They gave Blade a love interest mm-hmm. because she was. Yeah. But there was no like there was no understanding that it was Blade lo- Blade's love interest until mm-hmm. at the end when she's dying. And he's like, oh god, I think I could have had something here. Yeah. And she's a badass warrior chick. Exactly. Yeah. So 
I, yeah, the... Some movies do badass warrior chicks really well. Mm -hmm. uh, Evolution did it really well. I had no problem with the way they did it in, Evol in Evolution. Who's the who's the who's the greatest female hero of all time? Oh, Ripley. Yeah, Ripley's number one. Mm -hmm. That's just no question. There's no question. I can't even it. think of who would come close to Ripley as a as a badass warrior chick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no one. Yeah, Valeria. Valeria? Yeah, she's she's number two. Oh, oh she's okay. number one. She's number one for me. She's your favorite. She's my favorite. Yeah. Valeria was. She's not number one though. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, for me, she's number one. I mean, she's your favorite. She, for me, she's number one. Yeah, I think she is number one. I, I think like when I, when you look at what that character goes through in that movie, mm -hmm. it's like from like the where she is when she meets Conan and Subutai mm -hmm. on the uh, in the what's it called in the cult of Set. Yeah, like clearly you got to be a badass to get there. These two monstrosities got there. Mm -hmm. She got there alone. Yeah, she keeps up with them the entire time. She dares them to follow her into the pit. <clears throat> she gets the jewel, she brings Conan back from the dead, and then dies and comes back from the dead and saves Conan. Yeah, that's bravo. Okay, wait, wait, but she can, but can she uh, drive a power loader? They didn't exist back then. Uh, she rode a camel. Sorry, sorry. And, sorry Conan, and Conan punched a camel. Yeah, God, I love that movie. Yeah, she's a. Uh, was she a flight officer? <laughs> <laughs> was she a flight? I, did she I, have a cat I, named Jonesy? Again. Uh, <laughs> did she have a flirkin? Yeah. A flirkin tear Samuel Jackson's eye out? Yeah, the uh, but um yeah, but no, no that, that's that's a very good pick though. Yeah, no, but Ripley, I think um when you when you talk about non powered normal people as badasses. Yeah. Like different category. Mm -hmm. Ripley's number one. Yeah, because Ripley went from like just someone who like just uh just a flight officer who did like just trying to keep in charge of her crew yeah. to like Fully facing her nightmares and, uh, yeah. uh, yeah. Elite mental toughness. Yeah. And confronting her nightmare and just, uh, and f killing the queen and just, uh, yeah. just amazing. Uh, you should be able to, to write a character like that either for a male or a female. Yeah. Like Ripley is not written gender specific. No. But it's, it's written for anybody. Like the same thing goes for, um, uh, Vickis in, uh, District Nine. Yeah, that could be anybody. That could be anybody. But it's a person who's like, I, I need to do the right thing, mm -hmm. and then does the right thing, just because like it's written for anybody and it makes that character badass. That could have been Sigourney Weaver. That could have been yeah, the same right. yeah. character. Mm -hmm. Been like a complete borderline, not borderline, very bigoted, racist human being. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden it's like, oh no, we're wrong. I gotta do the right thing. Yeah. I gotta just don't get your arm chopped off. Yeah. Yeah. If I worked in Hollywood, if I was like. Uh, if I was like Larry David and I have to go to all these action stars, I'm like, what do you think of my new action movie? I was doing the, like Scarlett Johansson yeah. or whatever it was. I'm like, I was like, yeah, no Ripley, but uh, <laughs> no Ripley, maybe, but maybe next one. <laughs> yeah, maybe Black Widow. Oh, maybe, maybe Black Widow. Maybe Black Widow Five. We'll see. That's what, a, that's a gut punch right there. Yeah, that, I would imagine the music has been playing through all of this. Well, uh, peace out then. <laughs>